0: Hey, Danny, girl, what's good with you? You've been missing in action,
1: M.I.A. Been back for a minute, now it's time
0: with the <laughs> OK, OK, sounding like somebody auntie. And he is. And
1: somebody he is. Back, Definitely so.
0: an auntie and owns it proudly. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. What's good with you? They this
1: ninja come in, talk like, man. Baby, he can't help it. He can't help it. He can't help. Mm. it mm-hmm. Baby, they be like, oh, ah, morals. <laughs> you know, you know, <laughs>
0: nigga, think he conservative for real?
2: you
1: don't know not,
0: to... cause he want to be. You know, them conservatives want to beat you over the head with their morals.
1: He a fake ass conservative. You know how? <laughs> come on now, <laughs> who conservative? mm-hmm service, when <laughs> auntie's to perspective <laughs> <laughs> hey
0: mr
1: carlin hey baby. hey carla what's up a kick Klaus, andrew what's up Andrew? hey what's family mac uh ufo kamikaze what's going
0: on i don't even what's look that shiny y'all be hating i'm still cute that is my light stop hating on a melanated queen
1: i tried to explain to people that you like being shiny right
0: that literally is that big halo that you can see if you look you can see the reflection it's a circular halo light it is my light reflecting off my big forehead y'all some haters anyways
1: i think what we do what we all agree on is that you got a big ass forehead that's what we agree. it is (laughs) but i'm still
0: cute though i'm cute with a big forehead like i can have a big forehead and be cute with it and i ain't even mad like i do got a big forehead i would be like your forehead got you a man but listen I've, i've I've always had a big forehead. I'm gonna show you a picture of me when I was a kid, baby. That thing was shiny, but I was still cute. Bro, I don't even mind have to
1: uh break out those little kid pics, baby. Oh, I was ugly, honey.
0: <laughs> now yeah. you was cute. There was a picture on your page where you was a um little, you was with somebody. You was cute.
1: You look just Oh no, like my mom, that was probably the one you seen me and my mom, but honey. You, hey, like your face, baby, is the exact same face.
0: You haven't changed, yeah. I have to show you some more pictures, child. <laughs> Baby, I had a jerry curl, so there's that. Baby, we uh,
3: I
1: will pay good money to see it, child. <laughs>
3: good
0: money. I used to get roasted by my cousins for my jerry curl. Oh, it was awful. <laughs> uh, never,
4: wait a minute,
0: did you want it? No, um. Oh. My daddy from the country, baby. My daddy from Arkansas. So You ain't even got like. to say no more. <laughs> Look, don't don't do me. Don't, my mama from Mississippi and my daddy from Arkansas. So there's we, that. Yeah, we get it. We get it. Anyway. <laughs> Jeremy had you down there, baby. <laughs> don't 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 do me. <laughs> do not. Baby, I used to slick my jerry curl up. And you remember, like, we used to put like I used to put all the balls in my hair, like slick it up into a bun and put all the suckers and ball. Like I wore my hair in a ponytail. It was a jerry curl, but I slicked. it. <laughs> I wasn't wearing that. Come on. Like that was not stylish.
1: Okay. I had a mullet.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> we got to look the at the hair in the front I mean, and the long hair throw- in the back. Need
1: we to need pizza. to do a
0: throwback day. A <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, throwback day.
1: Mm, mm, mm. Hell no, they ain't about to have. It. Every time they roast my ass, <laughs> they're gonna
0: be like, "Yeah, they already be look. They already be looking for ammo for people."
1: No, I, ain't, mm. I, we'll do this shit behind the scenes. Cause yeah,
0: no. yeah, for sure, for sure. Mm.
1: But shout out to Uncle Stu. Oh man, on the block, Uncle Stu, Uncle Stu. Uncle hey, Stu. Uncle Stu. Uncle Stu, they got me working like a runaway slave. They mm-hmm. got me w- working like one of Pearl's Africans around here. <laughs> <laughs> For pennies on the dollar. Mm, mm, <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm kidding. You know. uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's been real out here. <laughs> Super duper real. So um, yeah, hopefully she let me, um, she let me get a break. You know, like she let her actions get a break. I'm, but yeah, that's about it, girl. What is going on?
0: Cha, everything. Um, glad to be back. Glad to be back. But um, that little vacation was nice. It was much needed. I had a very eventful week, and it's my birthday month, so I was thinking about. I was like, should I do a celebration every week? during the month of May, but I'm like, it's, it's, that's so exhausting. And I have so much going on that I'm trying to get done. I ain't going to be able to do it, but I thought about it. I considered it greatly. So, so how many? You I'm a chill, do? huh?
1: How many? You
0: do? I was going to do one every weekend for the month of May. So I'm just going to do, since I'm have I have my trip planned, I'm going to do my trip at the end of May. And then on my birthday, um, I have something planned. And then the weekend of my birthday, so just three. OK, OK. So two celebrations in my trip, that's it.
1: OK, 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 nice. Very nice, very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you catch the Princella interview with um, the Saint in the Center?
0: No, I did not. I didn't even know that she interviewed with them. What was, what's tea child? What happened? The girl, um,
1: I ask? it was mostly him insulting her and oh. they couldn't really get on track to even really have a conversation. So they would ha- get into conversation, but he wouldn't, like you ever have somebody that's like, would you let me finish? And then he's going to tell you how disrespectful you are for letting him finish, not letting him finish and kind of go off into that. Well, he could have been and got on with the program and then yielding the floor. And so mm. um, it would have been a much better conversation had it flowed naturally as opposed to um, dominance trying to be asserted. Yeah, um, I think he did come up with some solid points. I think she had a couple of solid points as well. Um, but him being the man in that situation and him being the host of the interview, it was, uh, very lackluster to me. I didn't enjoy Mm. it. Um, it was really, really hard to like really engage it because, um, they couldn't get to a, a straight, you know, like a lot of straight points. It was more so. Oh, well, you know, um, you won't let me finish. And it's my, you know, not it's my show, but you won't let me finish and all that. So I think I was more annoyed um, from watching it. and she ended up leaving the show, but I think I was more annoyed with oh. the whole thing because she you couldn't left. really get into it. So yeah, but she left after an hour and 45 minutes. Maybe.
4: Oh, okay. So she, she stayed for quite up, some time. Okay. She
1: was there for a while, but they could not have a... Regular flow of a conversation, which I was, Cassandra. It was, it was like, (laughs) I was
0: so yeah, that's the thing. You like, even for us, when we have guests on, it could be somebody that we may not our personalities might not mesh, but we have you have to even know, like, kind of when to yield or when to kind of when to reel your personality in a little bit because you know what's gonna make for a good interview like if it's not gonna make for good content or the playback is really gonna suck because you're it's so y'all are so combative and there's so much friction it's kind of a waste of time especially when you got somebody that's probably as much anticipated as a princella you kind of gotta like
1: you know, yeah. Um, and then I've seen some of her supporters turn against her. Um uh, why saying that she pushing the LGBTQ agenda. I saw her do an LGBTQ
0: show today. Well, she was saying how to know if your man is um mm. Mm.
1: yeah, well, um, they couldn't it so some of her supporters are saying that um she's trying to turn them out and she's saying that um now i heard a clip girl and i was like child, what cha um she's trying to turn them out
3: girl it, that's why our
1: supporters it. our chat said that on the first show remember they did they did they did. <laughs> they did they did now she was saying and this is what i thought was interesting she mm-hmm. was saying Like you will go and put your mouth on some of that nasty penis, but (laughs) you 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 being scared to lick some some vagina.
0: Oh oh oh! I I was
1: I was like, whoa, sis!
0: Wait, what the
1: what? That's what she said, girl. She was like, y'all want to go and suck that nasty ass and y'all oh Child, okay.
0: the girl was looking real crazy this going too far my love prove ears. Uh, you gotta prepare girl, me you look <laughs> <was> like this <laughs> what you say listen you gotta prepare oh. me for this
1: type of stuff like <laughs> girl I was not ready when I seen the clip I was like oh oh honey well jeez she mm. said y'all ain't scared to put y'all mouths on it but then scared of a little a little cat that's what she <laughs> so okay um mm. the girls is looking crazy they like they still support her content but they watching her they watching her. Mm princella girl they say they watching you like a hawk child i, I they think she gonna try to get in their panties and then i think i think she even went at them like she don't even want she was like black men don't want y'all last and i don't eat no nah, she didn't say that <laughs> stop
0: playing so much <laughs> wow no i'm kidding
1: i'm kidding she <clears throat> but 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 you
0: know wow she she, mm-hmm.
1: she 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 looking at y'all she's looking at, y'all. She looking at y'all real crazy uh a shout out to mr curlin he said come on now y'all knew what was up with that we all knew she was Nay nay hunting damn uh,
0: listen i'm not about to play with y'all but our chat definitely was saying right away like hmm they said um
1: it. shout out to DMAC the trucker uh Princella is a lesbian nature boy i wish you had a super chat at that shit when she was up here you wouldn't have said it to her y'all was scared was. as hell when she was over here y'all
0: they was. were spooked if we would have opened the panel nobody would have came up they wouldn't
1: know <laughs> shout out to uncle Stu. thank he you He said, Stu. hey hey he said y'all started <laughs> listen um you know we just like to put out some good content and let the chips fall where they may so
0: i'm trying to tell you
1: yeah goodness
0: um, goodness says she agreed with Prince princella on that one (laughs) y'all do be dirty and musty under there Baby, y'all know I'm silly, child. I cannot. Goodness you want oh, her really whole talking about musty balls. Oh, he, as Goodness as you want her that. whole message. The whole message that uh the uh the whole thing she said or just the
1: first half.
0: <laughs> Get out of here, Kit Clouds. I'm not fooling with you.
1: Uh, Kit Clouds is the main one in the chat cheering her ass on. I ain't saying <laughs> Kit Clouds, child.
0: I'm not any old way mm.
1: mm-hmm. child that was pretty juicy though honey I, yeah I, I was like oh 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 not the girl mm. saying they out honey oh no they said they were still support but they Are uh, they like we
0: up. still gonna stick by her. she
1: eyes and we gonna stick beside her but um uh... <laughs> they are very anti uh cat lickers they anti cat licking
0: they 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 like we lick but we still want to um do what we do with the men folks too. You we ain't trying to it, give up the men they just don't want to give up the men
1: that's what i said and i i specific we had a conversation i asked her i was like um i think you know a lot of women still want to be able to gra- you know gather the information that you're providing and use it against men and mm-hmm. i think a lot of women still have those um those types of motives and um you know you know when you hear a message that seems to be anti-male um and you know it's another black woman kind of validating your experiences and your thought process then it's like yeah we against these niggas, but we don't want no cat and yeah. that's why i think a lot of women are with it but it was it was, it was something to behold honey something mm. to behold but yeah girl i got one more thing
4: Very
1: yeah, what did you see Amira um, go at the passport bros? No,
0: I missed that child.
1: I literally she called the passport bros liars. She said they are going over there for that cat. They ain't going over there to get married. Not a mirror. Amira. Uh, she said mm. most she said, why are they not going to Ubekistan, Uzbekistan. Mm. Chewbacca she was naming off all them different countries and stuff over there and she said y'all not going over there because you know those women actually come from villages and were raised to be wives she said y'all go to places like Brazil and Thailand so y'all can go over there and get that easy sex and then come back to these United States and do what y'all do but she had uh she was like the past four bros it was mostly black men so she was Mm. calling y'all out and one of the things that i wanted to point out about um other races of women calling out black women right so you'll have other races of women calling out black women but you best damn believe black men are not too far behind in their thought process as it pertains to uh black people in general if she talking about black women she got that same feeling about black men or it, mm. it yeah i never ever um buy it when another race of women i agree with that yeah i i'm never um so i knew it wouldn't be before long before she started really yapping i agree with and, that. and talking shit, but yeah i think she's um
0: I think yeah. they can only pander for so long to you know the opposite sex and them true colors, baby. They are gonna come out eventually. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think so. they gonna show. But what,
0: what, what, um, what tri- What, what flipped her switch? What transpired and resulted in Amira actually coming out and speaking against the Passport Bros?
1: i have no idea what triggered it um shout out to black wizard he said she apologized apparently i saw her on bernard's channel oh so all is forgiven because she said i'm sorry baby you got a whole stream done on you Without when we said the exact same thing, Pablo, where was the stream making fun of Amira? Where was the stream talking about She better be in Pablo. Amira? Um, she better be
0: in Pablo thumbnail with with them big eyes like he did me. <laughs> I know that ain't gonna work.
1: <laughs> Pablo, she, she better be in that thumbnail because
0: I ain't yeah. even go that hard. Like, come on now
1: yeah we already know there's a double standard um and she was like a queen
0: pick me like y'all already knew that i have my own opinions about things i've never come off as 100 in alignment with the talking points of this space for somebody to come in here selling herself as the most feminine submissive. I agree 100% with everything that men say and then to turn around and like go so hard against black men and you know, like where's the smoke for her?
1: Are are black men making spray? Have you seen streams being made about her in response? I haven't seen. Maybe Edward, Edward got his happy ass up there. Edward, let us know because we want to interview you at some point in the in the future, honey. I would love to interview you, um, because y'all give a pass to, um, others, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna apologize for what I said about the passport bros, um, seeking sex and not love. I don't think the majority of them are seeking um love. I think the majority of them want to get laid by beautiful women, and don't want to pay a premium. And I don't feel like there's anything wrong with that, but call a spade a spade. Don't front.
0: The thing is, I think the majority of them want to get laid by beautiful women. I think that they want to indulge in ex-tourism. Yeah. I think that some of them do want marriage and what, you know, like some of them might go over there. Some of them might, some of them have not been exposed to having, um, ex with you know some of the most beautiful women in the world so they might go over there and fall in love and she she's a pro so they might actually go over there and fall in love but i think that a large majority of them just want to have fun and and like keep it a book but um i i don't understand what she thought it was about that she was misunderstanding and and how that how that rectifies what she
1: said exact. but th- this is the thing um they'll throw out these things and really have a thought process on it because when she had them guys up on her panel mm-hmm. and they came up and they're sitting there fussing and arguing back and forth with her she cutting them off she muting them she going on to the next guest displaying all types mm. of fucking masculine behaviors mm. the same mm. masculine behaviors y'all say that we you don't say it in the past child i just <laughs> sat there and i was like look at i thought that was a black
0: american woman thing
1: yeah girl they ain't have nothing for them. um mm-hmm. shout out to dane see he said good night ladies he said did you see the saint and sinner um debate with princella you're late. We just talked we just about talked that like about a that. uh a, a few minutes ago. Run out, <laughs> run, uh, catch the replay because we started sure mm-hmm. talked about it. Um, we heard it was
0: a- interesting.
1: Yeah. Uh, Shout out to Blaze. Hey, Blaze. He says, why does her <laughs> opinion matter? She better get up. Better go rub Ahmed's feet. No smoke for the Emirates buying cat for whole salary. <laughs> Hashtag go and make the bread (laughs) arguing with this broad talk about them douche over there shitting and pissing on people and and the thing is the reason her opinion
0: matter is because y'all are the ones that like to pedestalize these women like that's why their opinions matter you guys will pedestalize women from other cultures Uh, You you know, you guys will literally put them on a pedestal, act like they're the most feminine, most submissive, that we should be modeling our behaviors after these women until they do something that y'all don't like, until they display the same type of behaviors that y'all complain about from us. When we've been telling y'all time and time again that a woman is a woman is a woman is a woman. And that all women have the same tendencies and that you should be mindful of any woman that you come across and that you should not um, assume that just because a woman is from a a country outside of the US that she's going to be so different, that she's going to be so submissive, so feminine, all of these um, things, all of these uh, assumptions that you have about women from these other countries
1: yeah i i sat there and i all i could do was laugh my ass off i'm like if they think black women ain't shit and they can get on here and talk about our culture you bet your bottom dollar they think the same shit about y'all and they prove it time and time and time again um y'all's home girl is next um she did talk black had, every time you turn around um she got a black woman in a thumbnail talking about you know like almost like dunking on black women but yeah black men y'all ain't too far behind y'all ain't ignored she didn't listen to all the drill i'm talking about pearl pearl did not listen to all the drill music and um been all up and through y'all's culture so she know what's good and y'all y'all next on hers um as she goes all right but yeah child Mm -hmm. i had to uh I yeah. had to talk about that and then, um, shout out to how Sean. Sean said, But y'all validated a crazy how? opinion. How? Oh, how? Sean, Sean said, Shit, He gonna call it out, how? Do do?
0: Tell me how, because you can't. <laughs> Because we had her on here Do you know how many people we've had on here That have dissenting opinions Like we've had passport bros on here We've had, you know We've had sex workers on here We've had porn stars on here Like come on, like just because we have Someone on the show like That doesn't mean that we're validating their opinion That doesn't mean that we're in agreement With their their morals Their values system How they live their life How they operate, none of that we're that's almost journalists,
1: goddamn it! We do interviews. Tell them that's what we do. We do interviews. Yeah, we're, journalists. we're journalists. That, that part—that's <laughs> a little, look,
0: little, little ratchet. I mean, listen, what y'all like? If it? if if the shade room can have TSR investigates, so maybe we can be journalists.
1: Nah, I'm a journalist, goddamn it! I do interviews. Mm-hmm. And some of the most classic interviews that y'all have ever seen. Matter of fact, she's one of our highest rated, um, Listen. one of our most watched. I think she's definitely in the top ten. We've
0: had watched. pimps on our show. Like, where, where where's the smoke when we have them on? Come on.
1: Need him to write our questions. Well, shit, Black us. Wizard
0: always trying to come for us, baby. He be shady. Black Wizard is really shady. Like he be shading us all the time.
1: I don't even be knowing why though. I don't know. So right, like damn, we we
0: he be shading the aunties. Like
1: why? Probably because we black. That's why. Mm. I'm just so disappointed. I don't even know. What Anyways.
0: Mm. Um, uh, yeah, I probably. did have something that I want to talk about Bef- before we get off into the preliminary subject that we want to talk about. Was there anything else that you wanted to broach? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to play a little video to introduce the topic, uh, the preliminary topic that we're going to mm-hmm. um, discuss. Let me see where did the, okay, here it is right mm-hmm. here.
1: Would you date a bus driver?
2: You, would you date a bus If he owns guy? the bus.
1: If he owns no. it. If he owns the bus, See, he that's, owns a it. that's a problem. That's a problem. That's a problem. Because the standards and requisites, and I'm not talking about him laying on his sofa playing video games all day. <laughs> I'm not talking about okay. that. But the standards and the criteria that we use to measure men is off for who Mm. we are as women and who they are in this society i would date a bus driver if he was if he loved driving the bus if he was a man of integrity if he was good to his mama if he treated me well i would date a bus. you on mute girl
0: I muted myself when it was unmuting me. Sorry about that. <laughs> okay. Anyways, this topic has set the internet ablaze. We know this discussion with Ebony K. Williams and Ianla, where she uh, there was a whole little interview where um Ianla Ebony was talking with um Ianla, and they talked about some other things too. But this specific segment was has been making its rounds, and you know, a lot of people had opinions about. Ebony's commentary about the bus driver saying that, you know, only if he owned the bus would she entertain a bus driver. And I thought about the fact that, you know, black women essentially aren't allowed to be hypergamous and we've seen a myriad of comments, mostly black women saying that, you know, why do black women always have to date down? Backing Ebony's stance about not dating the bus driver. I've been arguing in places and spaces over the last couple of days about this subject. People saying that Ianla is a mammy, that she's promoting, you know, dating down. That you know, black women have been doing that for eons. That that's the problem. Old black women have, still haven't evolved in their thinking, and yada yada yada. seen just a bunch of different takes, and the consensus seems to be from women that you know, um, Ebony should not have to settle. Um, and I wanted to know before I get my thoughts, I'll give you the floor and get your thoughts on this whole thing.
1: Girl. Um, so I had actually watched the entire, um, clip of that, that, uh, segment. And I thought Iyanla raised some very, very great points about how we are measuring the man by his possessions um, in a lot of ways and not necessarily about character. Um, and a lot of women will look and say, okay, you got this man, he fine. He got this money. Then the man has all these options and women are not willing to compete. And women have been adamant about not willing to compete. And so then you have all of these women that are single, um, a young look, also kind of has a message like shaharazad ali i was watching i watched the old interview with shaharazad ali and i was doing a comparison to the advice that ayala gave and they both really gave like similar advice that a lot of black women are dating or kind of dating based off of fairy tale um standards you want the fine guy you want him to be six feet uh, long p Nice ride on car, money, and there's a thousand other women that want him, and you're not willing to share. And um Shaharazad was saying that you know women should be willing to share because this is not our original conditioning. And what I think younger was saying is, look at what the market dictates. You guys don't really have a lot of options, and so a guy that's not making a lot of money but may have morals and integrity may be actually worthy and and if he's treating you right and he loves on you and he um isn't in a place where he's stuck a lot of people kind of skipped over that when they said you know it's a bus driver it's a bus driver it's a bus driver but it was something interesting that ayala said about does he actually like does he like driving the bus is that where he wants is that where he wants to be and a lot of us have been kind of uh groomed and you know we're status hungry we want the house and the cars we want to be able to tell our people that we're at this level and our man is at that level. So we receive extra validation from our family and friends because nobody actually wants to sit sit around and you got this good ass job or you've got this banging ass career and your man ain't doing shit or he's a bus driver. Most women don't wanna go and tell tell anybody that. But I'm kinda looking at it um, with so many women being single and lonely and not really being honest about it. Um when Ebony was up on that show with a she was singing a different tune than what she was singing today. Um you know, a teach me your ways, teach me how to how to get what it is that I want. Teach me to walk in my divine feminine energy. And I was sitting there I was like, that's so interesting. Um but a lot of us aren't necessarily willing to do the work that it's going to require to bring and attract certain things to us that's a hard road and most women talk a good game like i think ebony's mm. a good game, but ebony's not really about that life and let me give you the other side of that the other side of that um when it comes down to the bus driver aspect if the man did not like his job and he was a bus driver in his 40s then you as a woman have you have a responsibility to yourself to your unborn children if you don't have any children and i'm you know we're gonna say she didn't have children like ebony doesn't have children but you would kind of owe it to yourself and your unborn children to see why a man is at a certain level um what does his finances look like um does he manage money good what's his credit score um what's his background information what's his family's background information and we don't do shit like that, but a lot of us are focused on trying to get the hot guy to trying to get that that boss ass nigga to like us that a lot of times we all, all we see is boss and most women go without doing their due diligence and they still end up looking crazy like they would dating a bus driver. But I can't say that I don't understand that um, because if a man has made it to a bus driver and that's not what he wants to do, then he has failed in some aspect and that's you know to keep it a buck um that's how it would be seen he's failed in some aspect um if other things aren't in line because i'm saying like if he has good credit takes care of himself takes care of his family whatever whatever and he's doing good in that aspect then i think um that man may be worthy of investment maybe Mm -hmm. Uh shout out to you um, He said what's good, ladies. Hey B. Hey B.
0: I will say this. Um first off, I, I think that um First, when I did my research, a bus driver in New York makes one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So, like an MTA driver oh, makes one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, which is not like you know, chunk change. Like you make a decent living driving a bus in New York. Like you're you're you you can make a decent living, and I don't think that it's something to scoff at. I find it interesting that now, like I was like I said, I was engaging with women in conversations where they're like, oh, I don't want to date a blue collar worker. You know, other women women who were saying they wouldn't even date a blue collar worker, period. And it's interesting that there is a prediction. I think it was the New York Times. There was an article in the New York Times yesterday where they're saying that like 14 million jobs are going to go to AI um, within the next like 10 to 15 years. And I think blue collar workers and tradesmen will come back in style. In addition, we we don't want blue collar workers. We don't want tradesmen. But what we're not looking at is their debt to income ratio. They don't have the debt to income that we as college graduates have. That's- they don't have. They're not saddled with one hundred and twenty thousand, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of debt. In addition, um, like a, a person, like some of the women were saying, you know, uh, that certain social circles or having a blue collar person a bloop blue- a man who has a blue collar job they won't be able to um you know hold a conversation about certain topics they want somebody that's worldly somebody that can travel in certain certain social circles or when they go out to you know business parties that they can take their spouse and the spouse will be able to you know hold a conversation with their colleagues and i'm like i've met and i've known my my, um father uh was a blue-collar worker my father is very intelligent and i've known other blue-collar workers that were highly intellectual like i and i know people black women might i might i add with degrees who are not smart who are not intelligent who got their degrees by paying somebody to do homework for them i know somebody personally who has a business that that's what they do they do homework for people College That's
2: level.
0: Up. Listen. And most of their clients are black women. So like that let's not home. act like having <laughs> having a degree simply means that you're an intellectual because it doesn't it doesn't mean that you're well-read it doesn't mean that you know you're you can keep up in these social circles and that you can hold a conversation with people that are you know highly intellectual and yada 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 like come on i feel like you know they're downplaying it and you know who am i to say that you need to date that you have to date someone that you wouldn't otherwise be interested in i think that you're doing the bus driver a favor number one but I, i find it's kind of interesting that you're looking down your nose at someone and um someone who is hard working someone who um gets up and goes to work every day and some of the conversation that i was engaging in one woman was saying that's why oprah don't deal with um iyanla because she's a mammy and i'm like what wait a minute you're saying oh iyanla is a mammy when oprah literally is the breadwinner between her and stedman like how and oh no well stedman is a uh, is a lawyer and a businessman and he's wrote multiple books written multiple books i said do you not understand that um stedman's name alone being attached to Oprah opens doors for him that uh, it otherwise wouldn't. Like Iyanla dating a bus driver, or Ebony, no, Ebony dating a bus driver and Sted, and Oprah dating Stedman, There, there's no, th- that's the same comparison. Like, their incomes are going to be the same. Oprah is the primary breadwinner. Um, Oprah what makes uh, way more money than Steadman ever will, and you know, Ebony is an attorney, and you know, she was on Housewives, she's cnn correspondent so yeah she might make more money than a um a a bus driver but that doesn't mean that he's also not working and working hard and 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 where a person is does not necessarily determine where he's going as well so I just let me ask you a question
1: let me ask you a question because i'm not gonna say that women don't have a valid point if a man has made it to about 40 something Um, And depending, we're talking about New York City, so we could stick to New York City because that will be where Ebony lives. But if Ebony has made it to a certain point in her career, um, I think a lot of women are ignoring the likelihood of them finding somebody on that same level that would actually be attracted to 40 something year olds. That's Mm -hmm. gonna take the 40 something year old. And I believe Ebony is probably a millionaire or damn near close to it at this point um but the way that she's talked about her assets and things she's up there i i've kind of i feel like um she 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 might
0: be a millionaire but you know oprah's a billionaire to stepman being a millionaire so you're a billionaire to somebody being a thousand
1: but do you think they have valid points as it pertains to dating down like uh being scared to date somebody with you know what what else i noticed too Mm-hmm. Ayala talked about a woman getting a prenup like yeah, get a prenup. 3 million
0: is her net worth so oh, go ahead yeah. I'm sorry
1: um but Ayala said make them sign a prenup and go on about mm-hmm. your business mm-hmm. and I was like that would make all the sense in the world to mm-hmm. me especially if I was actively seeking actively looking for somebody but women are saying that that value that money it 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 you can't live off love you can't feed no babies uh on on love and you know you you need some money and right um buy a dog die alone uh listen
0: I, I, I completely agree And someone was like My whole thing is this I, I think that you know Ebony has the right to her You know opinion on the matter Um, You know her love like life may may not may may she may be at a stalemate and it may be that way for a very long time because she's overlooking people that it may actually make good partners that may it might have all of the characteristics of a good partner that might be loving that might be hard working that might be loyal and the interesting thing is she's at 40 um m- black men typically don't um reach their peak in their career till their late 30s early 40s so you could meet somebody who's a bus driver and maybe he hasn't peaked in his career maybe he's going back to school for his you know masters or maybe he like you don't know where a person is doesn't determine where he's going and i just always you know look at let me ask
1: you a question though but at 40 shouldn't a man know where he's going by 40. Should yeah, you, should exactly. be established by 40? No, not
0: necessarily. You don't have to be established, but you should know where you're going. Those are two different things. So you better have a clear plan because I don't believe in following someone who does not. You you better have a clear plan and it better be mapped out and you better be on your way. And you know that roadmap better be 100% clear and be taking steps to get there. But you don't necessarily have to be there. I'm not necessarily, I'm not where I want to be in my career. So I, I expect a man you have to be I, like, literally, I'm still climbing the corporate ladder. And I don't see anything wrong with that. It, I, I believe life is a journey. I will always be aspiring for more until I it's retire.
1: Acceptable, but it's acceptable for us as women to make a lower income and to seek out a man that makes more income than us. That's acceptable. Right. When it comes down to men, it's never been a, uh, an acceptable norm in our society to where we literally advocate for guys making no money um unless it's on some hood shit and like the chick is taking care of the hood dude um but my, you know it's been like a thing a constant where the man has to make more money and I'm I'm like to be honest i think a lot of women are too concerned with what other women think and keep too mm-hmm. many women in their business um because even if homeboy was a bus driver you wouldn't know what side hustles he got like bitch, you can mm-hmm. think he drive the bus all you want to you ain't over uh and i know she she's got the money but you know women are like hell no nah. the thing is like uh, let me tell like, a couple quick
0: things so one is yes it's acceptable for a man to make more but like what I what I was making mention of is him aspiring for more so he could be a bus driver and be aspiring for more he could be like I feel like wherever a man is unless he's close to retirement in the next five years or he's reached executive level and like he's reached the top of top rung like for me I am like always on a journey like i'm always and until i'm like within the last five ten years close to quote you know nearing retirement i'm going to be aspiring for more like that's just who i am so i won't judge a man for also aspiring for more in addition when a person says they won't date a um Bus driver, like people feel the same way, or they won't date a blue collar worker. People feel the same way about truck drivers. Truck drivers make good money. And I'm seeing so many truck drivers. Do you know how many truck drivers are owner operators? So she did say if he owns the bus, Um, you know, but, uh, you know, an owner operator still wouldn't necessarily make anywhere significantly close to what she likely makes. Um, But also, like, you know, she might have the business acumen, which you shouldn't have to lead him but sometimes just like opening up someone's mindset to like you know um buying a truck would be so much better for you and he, you don't know this man might already have his paper stack because he he's already a single man and women are the biggest consumers so a lot of times when you come into i know my husband he's a far better saver than i will ever be <laughs> you know what i mean so like he might already have the paper stacked and just putting that bug in his ear like dang let me go and buy my truck and one truck might lead to a fleet of trucks i've seen so many women like on TikTok and on different social media sites that retired or quit their jobs because their husband are tr- husbands are truck drivers and now they do the dispatching or they manage the the fleet of trucks or two trucks or yeah. whatever so it is possible to grow a you know prosperous business from bus driving or truck driving or just having your CDL. So I wouldn't close the door on somebody being a blue collar worker. And like I said, that was one of the converse, very conversations that I was engaged in that spawned from this topic. But I do also want to play her um, ultimate response from a lot of the backlash that she got to. But go
1: ahead, Danny. Oh, um, no, go ahead. Go
0: ahead. Go ahead. OK, let me play this real quick and then we
2: can move on. Oh, real quick. Okay, there it is Of the 50,000 plus comments posted on social. I only saw a handful that even considered the possibility of a bus owner being a more aspirational position and recognizing that I am actually speaking and pouring into the ascension of black men when I said what I said, but see, no, some of y'all were too busy naming and shaming me personally and black women in general as undesirable gold diggers and much worse. Now I suspect that some of y'all are the same men that were bringing home C's and D's on your report cards only to then be coddled by parents that said, well, that's okay. As long as you're doing your best. Well, listen, I love and believe in the excellence of black men. So no, my dear, C's and D's or any other form of mediocrity is not okay. No, I will not create a soft place for you or anybody that I love to fall comfortably into the bigotry of low expectations. So I am going to say one more time, there's absolutely nothing wrong with driving a bus. My mother Gloria drove one for years. But could it be that black America has been sold a narrative of average, regular, and typical being good enough for us? Hmm. Well see, that's called white supremacy. And in this case, it takes the form of conditioning black Americans to happily accept being a permanent American underclass, but see, because I know the truth about black folk in America. No, average is not and will never be good enough for me. And the gag is, I don't think it's good enough for you either.
1: So in her words, in her words in her words she said that men would tell her to not be you're not in a courtroom put down your gavel um so she's average when it comes down to displaying feminine being a feminine woman and being a feminine woman to men because you want to fight with them you want you wanting to compete with them um and what you're not going to accept is a, a mediocre man so then if a man tells you he is not going to accept anything but a feminine woman and you don't have a clue on how to do that then what mm. um because men wouldn't be wrong and this is out of her own mouth where she talked about how masculine she was and how she's always in her masculine energy and uh. a, a lot of men won't go for that and so then if you got you got your money you got your career you got all this shit that you've gathered you've got all the material things and you have failed to secure a relationship and I I shouldn't call it a failure, but if she wants one and she's still carrying around all this vitriol and hatred and um, pent up ass energy, that's what the problem is right there. There's nothing wrong with Ebony in the looks department. Mm -hmm. Um, We've seen women that have been way less attractive get men that have been on a totally different level than her not yeah we we've seen them um uh being able we've seen waitresses pull millionaires before we've seen that um so it's not necessarily telling you to settle but maybe if she calmed down maybe if she calmed down um she could possibly find find somebody because you're not going to be able to walk around in that masculine energy and think that y'all gonna run off and be some type of power couple and this is that and the third and a lot of women are still seeking a power couple dynamic and i don't think that's actually a, a thing yeah. to, to go after but let should. me ask you something
0: real quick before you read the super chats um if bro curlin was a bus driver when you guys met would that have deterred you
1: no no um Curlin was consistent. Curlin is a geek. Um Curlin has different hobbies. Um Curlin was always has always displayed smarts and judgment and shit that I could actually trust. Um he always kept his word. Um don't get me wrong, a good good salary helps. It it does and I like nice <laughs> shit. But um understanding who Curlin is as a person and understanding like, what he came to the table with outside of salary. Um, A masculine man knows how to fix shit. We ain't got to call nobody every time some some shit gets broken, Um, is responsible, cares about his family, um, was a single father to his daughter. There is no man like my man, Nobody, nobody beats my man. And so, no, um curlin could have been digging ditches out here. I wouldn't have gave a damn. I'd have still went. Um, but he had other qualities that displayed um manhood and masculinity in the form that I liked. And so it was it's perfect for me. It would have been perfect either way. So what about you?
0: Um, I definitely would not have cared. Um let me see. Okay. Um actually I was trying to think what was my husband doing when we first started dating but we worked in the same field when we first started dating. Um cuz he it was before he entered the career field that he's currently in. So we we actually worked in the same field. Um but um no, I wouldn't have cared. Like I was mesmerized by the level of intellect that my husband holds. Um, My husband is very well read. My husband is, I knew that I could learn from him. I knew that he was a leader. My husband reads history books for sport. Um, my house, like we have so many books in my house and 90%, we have over a hundred books in my house and 90% of them are history books. And like the other 10% are my fiction books that I read, (laughs) but I knew like he was incredibly smart that I could learn from this man, that he could teach me something that he's wise, that he's chivalrous, that he's, he's kind that, oh my God, one of the biggest things that he will protect me. I felt safe with him. The sense of security that I got from him, I've never felt from if with any other man and those are things that were important to me and um i i those characteristics that i saw in him um were more important to me than his choice in a career i also knew he had his own place he paid his own bills and that he was going he took care of himself and that he also would be taking care of any woman that he brought into his life and that would be important to him he told me i had a bigger place than he did he had a one bedroom it was a bachelor pad and i would be like like let's go to my house he would be like i don't believe in staying at women women's homes like that was a no for him his standards and principles were like chef's kiss to me i'm like baby like you had me a hello (laughs) so nah i I didn't care
1: good um like i said now i'm i would never tell a woman to go dig down in a bottle of the barrel um you know picking me in out of rehabs like a girl came over here and told us i would never tell (laughs) y'all that i would never tell y'all that but as it pertains to looking for a man um don't get caught up in a guy making a bunch of fucking excuses either um as to why he's on the if if he's on the bottom don't get caught up in a man making a lot of excuses because we've seen guys that um present as homosexual Um, i agree nice they're charming they're wonderful and then as soon as the bills it come down time to pay the bills then they ain't nowhere to be found
0: listen he m.i.a but i have a question for another real quick like being that we were able to find these great men and you know both of us big and fat like shouldn't we be telling other fat women that um it's also possible other fat old washed up women that it's also possible single mothers that it's also possible for them (laughs) no I was just curious
1: because (laughs) I am going to tell you that I am a hell of a fucking woman Mm. there is not a woman on earth like me and nobody possesses my magic nobody Mm. um I ain't gonna say what you can't do I ain't going to tell you what you can't do because I ain't, I, you know, um, I'm going to tell you what's likely and what's not likely. Um, you maybe have found uh, lightning that struck struck in the glass, you know, twice <laughs> right here. But lightning don't strike them glasses every time or every day. And I would, I would personally suggest for anybody looking over here trying to figure out how it is that we did what we did and how we were able to do that. I I took a long look within. I did a lot of work on myself. I prayed. I meditated. I got somewhere and set. I, sh- I learned how to shut the fuck up. I learned how to Ooh. be a good listener. Um, I can cook my ass off. Um I, we ain't even gonna go into the other stuff. We ain't gonna even go into the other stuff. Um, mm-hmm. and then I was fine as fuck. He ain't had he really didn't have a choice. No, he had a choice, he really had <laughs> but you're not me. And when you focus on being the best version of yourself, and you, focus, you focus on being a loving person, a good friend, a good mother, a good woman, and just being a cut above the rest and maximizing your own potential, and you only have time to be focused on you you're going to be unstoppable too baby you're going to be unstoppable Listen, but as long as you are looking at the next bitch Oops. and comparing what you have versus what they have that shit don't ever work as long as you're focused on what it is that i'm doing and you're not focusing on you that's what you fucking up at that's what you be. that's, that's where you're fucking up at. because this, 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 this is done this is done i
0: agree and i will also say this um first off like don't ever underestimate what don't ever look at this screen and, and be, you know, judge by the few hours that you see us a week and underestimate what we have going on. Like, please d- don't assume. Um, in addition to that, don't, don't, don't assume that, you know, what we have going on in our homes. Like don't assume that you would be able to handle what we have going on in our homes. Like, are you, I would say this to any woman, like, no matter what your your situation is. Um are you ready to commit to someone who calls you out on your BS? Are you ready to commit to someone who tell you that you spending too much money and you sh- even though you work, that you're shopping too much and that you guys have long-term goals and that your spending is getting out of control and you need to curtail it? Are you ready for somebody to call you out and tell you that um, you've gained weight and that now your lunch breaks are going to be spent going to the gym with them um, and that you dedicate your lunch breaks any other time to going to Target, going to Starbucks, doing shopping trips. So now you're dedicating your lunch breaks to going to the gym with them. Are you ready to be called out when you have an attitude? When you're unpleasant to be around? Are you ready to be held accountable in in in, in, in ways that you know no one has ever held you accountable? Are you ready to um, compromise when in over in situations where you feel like you're right are you ready to um be called to the carpet and held to task in situations where you know you don't really feel like um you don't really feel like you did anything wrong or that you um, should have to bend. Like people will be on the outside looking in and telling you because you got it that anybody else should have to have it. And they don't know a 10th about what it takes to even be in that situation or if they would want to be in that situation. So, it, it, you know. It
1: sound like you over here mimmying it up. That's what it sounds like to me, sis. Listen. I might. Be. That's what it sounds like to me. I'm over here mammying it up. You doing what niggas be. is telling you to do? You listening to that? You ain't running your household. I'm a it? feminine, submissive
0: wife, so, Child. and I have no qualms about it. I enjoy. I enjoy it. And
1: there's
0: a lot of perks to it, too, though. Like I, there's a lot of benefits to it. We talk about those benefits all the time, but I never highlight the um, what people might see as the downside or what people might see as challenging or the challenging parts of it. So, um, yeah. yeah, it's. It ain't for
1: everybody it ain't for the week no and then um you know once upon a time every time i used to get into an argument with a boyfriend i would be so quick to break up with their asses and be like "Fuck out of here like okay really? you're not able to walk away as easily you actually have to sit around and work this shit out and resolve some shit. and y'all are not everything is not gonna be lubby dubby every day Mm-hmm. um curling will be the first to tell y'all i get on curling goddamn nerve
0: <laughs> listen my husband will tell me like i know when i'm nagging too much because be like, right
1: nerves <laughs> baby i'll be all over them nerves um yeah, yeah you and, and then I don't know it's just funny because I I don't ever want people to look over here and well they could do it so why can't I do it and then if you could do it why the fuck haven't you and then I never understand like don't look over here don't look over here yeah anybody stopping you you free to do what
0: you want to do but I'm not promoting anybody to do anything and then you know if you fat whatever like if you are fat single mother whatever like you want to be called on it you want somebody to be unhappy about what they see and call you on it and tell you get get your ish together tell you uh they have a problem with the way that you're parenting and or um they have a problem with you know how you yes. are allowing your you know children yep. to run amok and all the things like stop
1: projecting <laughs> because it, and, you, but that's you, some real you, shit in those you conversations know. Especially if you have children, those conversations are gonna come up. Kerlin um, and I don't parent the same. Kerlin tends to be more disciplined. I tend to be a little bit more liberal. Um, mm-hmm. He's a girl, mom, a girl dad, and I'm a boy mom. Think about that dynamic where we're both b- big advocates for our kids, and mm-hmm. understanding—he uh, gets how little boys do. I get what little girls do. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna run into those aspects of your relationship if y'all have kids. It gets to be, uh, yeah, it gets my to be- husband
0: is the same way, he's very firm but loving. But I am like, I want to just give, 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 and make yeah. it easy for the kids. And he'd be yes. like, No, they gotta work for it if this is what they want, they need to do the work for it. And I'd be like, But babe, I could do, I could do, Mm-mm, no, you can't sit down.
2: Like, yeah, uh, let me
1: get to these super chats. b you so damn messy. I'm me gonna get to your ass in a minute, baby. B, <laughs> if messy is here As heck, I see him. Oh gosh. Uh shout out to Dr. Eugene Steele. Hey, Eugene, he says Kevin Samuels told a black woman that black women would not mind getting with a white man who works in a factory, but to get with a black man, he has to mm. own a factory. Um, we've heard that story many, many, many times and, um, chicks is getting with bottom shelf brands. We see them That's that's a true statement. True. Um, shout out to Mr. Curlin, he says with that kind of outlook, Ebony ain't gonna find nobody. He said, well, let me say it like this. She can catch them, but they ain't staying around and haven't um yeah uh but i think a lot of women when you end up in situationships situationships make your ass bitter because that is still a form of rejection i don't care how you slice it you giving up to you you're giving up the box to a man who won't stay and y'all know where i'm going so that's a form of rejection too um shout out to mr curlin again he says all stat all it's all status and ego she can't brag to her friends about dating a bus driver lol i said the exact same thing she it's about ego she can't um shout out to dane c he says ebony is the same woman that went viral years ago for breaking up with her white boyfriend because he wanted to spend christmas with his children that was the other thing um the man who wanted to quarantine with his kids and she felt like she should have been put as number one um she was like she was willing to throw that relationship away which also demonstrates that you're not really willing to go through anything hard with your partner because he wouldn't quarantine with you or because he prioritized his children over his fiance which you weren't his wife yet but that's another reason, though. Um, uh oh. Shout out to Danica. Danica, I've been catching you a little bit in the clouds, girl. It's been rough, rough, rough. I can't wait to see what y'all got coming up. I'm gonna come back through, honey. Um, thank you for your super chat and shout out to Uncle Stu again. Thank you, Uncle Stu. He says, Women date for other women, men date for themselves. That is the difference. New York City bus drivers getting paid big time. Women like um, Ebony, who uh, deems herself a millionaire, would uh, scoff at a guy making $150,000. You have women that are, um, she's making big money, so she would scoff at a guy that isn't on her level. And big time would be to the average woman. But hell, you got average women talking about they wouldn't date a bus driver like, bitch what no um what else we got i think that was uh oh we got another one um shout out to b again thank you b he says so should a man always be seeking to aspire to get finer younger women too then um if he shouldn't settle in his job then should he also not settle till he reaches a gorgeous model looking woman too um be then they'll say you are look shaming you're fat shaming um you don't want this type of woman because you think you all that when y'all get on and get on y'all y'all go for the white girls when y'all get on um do you think it's a double standard between like you know how they say um black men when they get on they tend to go for a white girl and when uh black women now now black women are getting on and they're saying that they're not settling either do y'all think that's a double standard that's Mm -hmm. interesting um and i think that's it yeah um that's it be where is their comment i said i'm gonna get you Um, Oh,
0: um, I got it from Zip Recruiter.
1: uh, Oh, I also know
0: somebody who's a bus driver for MTA, and she makes great money in New York, and she makes great money. Um, but Zip Recruiter is where I got it from.
1: And they said, "You, true, you overcame that bomb cherry scandal where it could have been a breaking point." (sighs) Be you so messy? I can't stand it like no. this negro mm, mm, mm. and and i just want to put clear a record i didn't start out this big i gained all this damn weight this is happy weight guy baby me. you ain't got no record to clear anyway no because people be like y'all was big and did it it that's all fine as when i got me um i'm fine like fine and is like, I'll show y'all some pictures one day. Baby, I'll find it. Uh,
0: like, that's the thing. No, nah, um, I hate
1: when people be like, oh, y'all was able to do da-da-da-da-da. Y'all was able to do da 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 So why can't other women do da-da-da-da-da? Clearly, that's, what I, that's my entire point.
0: Like, you don't even know our lives. Like, you don't know what's going on. Like, I'm not even going to go into a long drawn out explanation but I lost 40 pounds Last year for my wedding I've only gained 12 back and I lost Seven of that so like You know people need to mind their own Business like you on your weight Loss journey and you see everybody else Doing their little thing too like people Need to mind their own business and, And mind their own waistlines and what's Going on with you know their own like Why would somebody ever promote that Why would I promote you know i'm not promoting anything to anybody you know if if marriage is what you desire i'm not i've never told anybody that they couldn't get married and I've, i've never i've never told people that um whether they could but why would i promote you know um people why would I promote marriage to a certain group of people, a certain segment of people like my me being married has absolute has more to do with my character, my energy and the woman that I am than anything else than all that other stuff. And it's something like my energy and who I am as a woman is something that you couldn't even um that you couldn't even quantify. It's not even something that you will be able to add up. It's not something that you can even see because I'm not your woman. I'm not um, serving you.
1: Jason said, but y'all still some big, beautiful women though.
0: (laughs) Jason Reels can go to hell (laughs) lovingly because it was like a, a shady compliment he said you're a bbw baby y'all BBW. I, I was supposed to ban that forever ago yeah. but anyway
1: um yeah oh uh, b says i don't think it's so bad <laughs> you-
0: b you can go to him uh-huh. <laughs> you can go too <laughs> but um you ready to get off into this topic yes girl let's get off into it to talk about morality <laughs> morality child Mm-mm-mm. okay so We're going to talk about morality. And the title is Stop Using Morality to Shame Black People. So me and Danny talked about morality some time back, and we got off into it. And it was kind of haphazardly. Um, Our intent wasn't to discuss morality, but we started talking about something else, and we kind of fell off into the discussion. And as a result, um, I wanted to kind of have a continuation of it, but in a more um, constructive way um and i wanted to start with just basically you defining what morality means to you and i'm going to also define what morality means to me so we can kind of at least um have an understanding of what we're talking about and i guess for me when i talk about morality i'm talking about a person's like principles and beliefs that they kind of operate under like your princi- principles and beliefs that you use as a guide, um, for, you know, how you operate and, and, you know, how you see life and it, it's, you know, the, your guiding principles and beliefs is what I mean when I say morality, um, hmm. w- what, what say you?
1: i think um morals are basically based on um your ideals of what you see is right versus wrong and um yeah it's basically your thought process uh on what's right versus wrong and how you hold yourself um to those standards on what you okay. see right versus wrong is a basic uh definition
0: Okay. Um, Okay. I I I understand where you're coming from, and you know, hopefully, you understand where I'm coming from. And I think in our last conversation, we were pretty much on opposite ends, and I anticipate that we'll probably be there um, today. Um, (laughs) Danny seen. Danny was. And correct me if I'm wrong. I'm gonna give you the floor. Basically, from my stance, it. Seemed like, and I want to answer your question. It seemed like Danny was coming from a position of morality is symbol. bull. Um, that morals people change their morals like they change their underwear. That people use morals when it suits them. That people, um, you know, will um, are, that morals are ever changing. That you know, people are um, essentially um, use morals to police others, but they are essentially not holding not standing firm on those morals except for when it benefits them it's kind of what my takeaway was from our last discussion and correct me if i'm wrong and you can also let me know what your takeaway was from my discussion and we'll pick up the conversation from there
1: um no i pretty much agree with that assessment um you think everybody is all sugar cookie and shit, and i think people are evil um yeah, and you, you everybody's so good. Everybody good. everybody's all good. And I'm like, hey, shit. you don't I'm a bit of it down. I'm a shit. And yeah, um, that's pretty much where we are on that spectrum. Okay. So uh,
0: I I don't really think that everybody is all sugar cookie. I guess my opinion as it relates to morals, I do. Well, excuse me. My opinion as it relates to what you said is that I believe that every but i believe that people operate off of free will so i believe that every i believe people are um inherently good but i believe that people have the ability to be evil be bad and operate in darkness and i believe that you know we're all inherently good people but we can choose to operate in darkness, but most of us are operating in good and except for those exceptions to the rule. And I think that that's a small percentage of us that are choosing to operate in darkness. That's kind of how I live my life, assuming that people are operating in goodness that most of us are anyways.
1: um the other day let me read this uh shout out to black wizard he says are those principles unchanging concrete
0: no um i don't believe that your morals your belief system your values are unchanging i do believe that your value system your morals your beliefs can change and this is where dan i probably lose danny
1: am i right um, you said that they are, they do change. I think they do change.
0: Oh, um, do you, okay. But do you, are, are you, do you think that they change? Do you think that a person's morals can change? And are you okay with the person's morals changing and a, can a person to you, can a person's morals change and they still be a morally sound person?
1: I. This is the thing and and really how I look at it. I think people are just people. And I think depending on whatever situation that people are in really dictates who they are as people. And so if you're going through life and you're not experiencing any traumas and you're happy and everything is cool or you're not going through things that personally affect you or personally affecting your life and you're not having to deal with people in certain ways and certain aspects i think you will have like a, a a good view um of the world right and i was when we when we had this conversation the other day and i was talking about i think a lot of my shit comes from a trauma response um from the things that has happened to me by the hands of other people in situations where i hadn't done anything to these people and bad shit still happened to me anyway and uh the bad shit happened to me by supposedly good people women of the church uh men of the community um in ways that i was victimized um in certain aspects and not all of it was sexual victimization but i'll I'll give you a good example I got this Chrysler right. And mm-hmm. um my car had uh I had to take it to a mechanic to get it fixed. I go I had to go to Walmart. I think I was uh trying to pack some shit up, but I go to Walmart and um my car stops at Walmart. Couldn't crank my car up, so I had to uh catch an Uber, leave my car in the parking lot, but I left uh I left the keys in the car so the mechanic can come back. Up to the walmart figure out what the hell was wrong with it do what he had to do because he was a traveling mechanic or whatever so um the mechanic goes up to walmart fixes the car leaves the keys at the counter right so i go up to the he leaves the keys up at the counter i go to walmart um i asked to speak to the manager and i ask her about the keys the manager proceeds to tell me that she couldn't find the keys um she uh had two she told me she had two containers of keys under there she showed me one container of keys which didn't pertain my keys she kept asking me to identify things on my keychain and I was identifying stuff on my keychain she was still saying that she couldn't find it I get the man on the phone the man is on the phone the man says, no, I left your keys up at Walmart. I left them. Um, um, he describes the lady that he left him, left them with. So we go around looking for this lady. This lady uh, was like, I don't remember anybody giving me any keys, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, this man is on the phone. Somebody got my goddamn keys. Give me my keys so i can go because the man wasn't the type of man that would sit around and play with you about shit like that he was a serious type of dude mm-hmm. um i had already paid him his money you know so it, and he was a legit businessman so he wouldn't in, in a uh reputable businessman so we go back and forth we go back and forth for a while um the lady who i had initially approached and asked for my keys in the first place which was the manager she leaves and all of a sudden, I, cause I was getting ready to call the police. All of a sudden they could find my keys. Mm-hmm. I was 38 fucking high. I can imagine. Because why, right? Um, I'm gonna tell y'all how crazy I am. It, and I'm crazy and I'm a work in progress, but I'm crazy. I'm crazy i remembered the lady's name and looked up her facebook i went through all through her facebook page and i saw yes i did i saw that she had a daughter and i called walmart and told them i said tell them that her daughter's on the phone and i called out her daughter's name so she got to the phone and i said look you raggedy bitch don't you fuck with me I said, you didn't have me come up here and waste my fucking time playing with your stupid ass when you know you saw my fucking keys in there in the first place. I saw to whoop your motherfucking ass, but almost. Oh my god! They said this was my daughter on the phone. How did I was like, don't worry about that bitch, but just stop fucking with people because one day you gonna fuck around and come across the wrong one. I don't do that, and I hung (laughs) up on her ass. And you know, I went on about my business. But it was a person being mean and being spiteful, no reason at all. I've never met this woman, don't know this woman from Adam, but you're treating me a certain way and fucking with me when you don't want to do that. Yeah. Now you go on her Facebook page, she at every church Bible meeting, she doing da- 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 da, she, a woman of the community. Um I I, <laughs> yeah yeah, i and I
0: get it, and I understand you know, like there's reasons behind why we view the world in the way in which we do, and you know i I completely understand that, and yeah, so um, I do, I think that, like I said, I just believe that um. I don't know. I, I've had bad things happen to me. I've had like, I've had some very wild things happen to me. I am just a very glass half full type of person. I am an optimist, and I always be like, "Well, everything's gonna work out." Like I am, like when my, whenever my kids call me, and it's it kind of will annoy some people. Some people who literally, it, and it it's borderline toxic positivity because um. Some people want to kind of just be able to wallow in it for a minute. Like them, let me be pissed off and I'd be like, it's going to be all right. Why are you tripping? Like, come on. Like, you know, look, you know what? This can happen. It could have been worse. And sometimes a person want to be able to be pissed for a second. So, I'm just I'd be like, "Oh, it's okay. It, it could have been worse." <laughs> Most but... of the time that's all I
1: Sg I didn't have to call I didn't have to do any of that you are absolutely right and i'm not maintaining that i'm better actually I am better than her. um the difference is i'm not looking to go out of my way to fuck with people or to fuck up somebody's day or if I if i'm already going through car issues It's hot outside give me my shit and let me go on about my business um I probably didn't have to take it that far but I didn't want to go through corporate because I ain't have time to follow up on this shit certain things you um you can do to rectify and feel better about a situation me uh getting her ass on the phone and scaring her a little bit that made me feel a little bit better because it was like you just don't know but the fact that I wasn't fucking with her and she had um something in my possession that she could have just given me and went on about we could have went on about our business she turned that into something that it didn't have to be and it was a very i wanted her to feel the same type of unpleasant experience that i felt that day and i'm a work in progress i'm not saying that that's all the we all, are. all, all the time is. right but in that moment if y'all, I, I think I was up at Walmart for about thirty to forty-five minutes playing with this stupid ass woman, and I was tired. I was ready. I had like a lot of stuff going on, so no, it may not have been the right thing to do, but I ain't gonna sit here and tell you I ain't feel a little bit better about it. I I felt I felt better <laughs> that she felt some type of way too because she transferred her negative bullshit onto me when I was I was already having a rough day. So, oh eh, oh um, you know. Yeah, uh, it may not have been more than uh, but a, yeah,
0: we're talking about it, uh, conservative. But um, uh, there was another, there was another super chat that I wanted to answer before I, we moved on. I think it was, it was from Black Wizard.
1: Okay, he said, uh "In what circumstances is it appropriate to change your morals?" Y'all already uh, know where she's gonna I, go. Whenever it's convenient.
0: No. No, absolutely not. When I think I don't I don't think that it's uh, appropriate to change your morals whenever it's convenient. That's now that's wild. Like you fickle. If you're a person that changes your moral I woke up today so now the morals that I had yesterday, the morals that I have are the morals that I've had for years. Um, I can think of two instances in which I've modified my morals. Um, I used to be a person who, like, and this is why I, this is when I was very young. As of now, you'll hear me often say that I don't speak in absolutes. I used to be a person that believed um that was completely against abortions um, now i believe that sometimes there's a medical necessity and abortion is necessary and you know so that's like one instance where i've modified my um and i also believe that if a child is 10 years old or something to that effect that it, like i won't don't believe a 10 year old should um get, you know go full term for labor Um, I just saw an instance where a 10 year old gave birth in a hospital in Arizona and her like grown Hispanic boyfriend, I think showed up at the hospital with her or something to that effect. So like, you know, like there are some exceptions now to what I used to just believe I was completely against another one is my husband. So I used to be uh, completely against, I used to say like, be completely against the unaliving of children. Like under the age of thirteen. Like oh, I, I remember when I first was dating my husband, and um, I had never been with like my husband. You know, he was. We would go to like the gun range and stuff. He was teaching me about protecting myself and like getting my CCW and stuff like that. And I would be like, well, if somebody you know breaks in, what if it's a kid? And he would be like, okay. And I'd be like, I can't, if it's a kid. And like, we started talking these scenarios out and my husband is a Marine. And he would tell me like, you know, in the Marines, they tell you that they'll use kids to approach you with a bomb, with whatever, like they will use kids. And so I've modified my belief that if you are, protecting your, you know, to save a life to, you know, in certain situations that, it, you know, it's necessary. So those are instances in which I've modified my values, my beliefs around certain things. So it's just, it's just really, like real extreme for me.
1: So, but then it does go back to the fact that when it's, a necessary thing then it changes for things that you deem is necessary right Mm -hmm. so which we talked about previously
0: yeah Mm -hmm.
1: and And i'm under the belief that you just gonna be who you are regardless regardless Mm -hmm. you're gonna be exactly who you are and so that's why i don't necessarily believe in them um Mm I don't necessarily believe in them i think everybody kind of has their own ideas of what's right and what's wrong but mm-hmm. ultimately um you're gonna pretty much do whatever it is that you feel is necessary now this is the interesting part mm-hmm. um let me then get to the other part of the situation um shout out to sg sg said you could have went through corporate also the net is powerful write a review she brought out the worst in you, and you let her. I get it, though. We all have to separate ourselves from the commoners. Um, this is the thing, though. Um, when I went through a Facebook page, I noticed that she was a single mother. I don't want a single mother to lose her job and have to depend on A, B, C, D. Um, she had a job. She was just a bitch that day. And somebody should have called her a bitch that day because that's exactly what she was acting like. Um, I cursed her out and probably, probably put a little, um, uh, a a little fire under her ass a little bit, but I look at it to where she probably won't handle the next person like that, because when people do shit like that to you and kind of gives you like jerks you into a wake up call a little bit, you may take different actions when, when it comes down to dealing with other people, hopefully. Um, because she did sound uh, very perturbed um, when I talked to her. She she sounded like super perturbed. And I know she was sitting there. I could hear the shock shock in her voice um, as we were talking. But it was like, I'm not even trying to make you lose your job or uh, blast your ass on this internet. But get your ass somewhere and sit down be- because this could have turned out a lot worse mm. had you been dealing with the wrong person. And it was but more you so see, like. like-
0: you employed morals in that instance because your morality kicked in when it came to you caring about her not losing her job yeah i didn't
1: That's want her to cool. lose her job because it was over a set of keys i looked yeah. at it it was over a set of keys but you sitting here wasting my time and i got shit to do and i'm hot i'm tired i had a lot of stuff going on so it's like stop fucking, stop fucking playing with people and let me just give you an example of how easy it is to pull your ignorant ass up and to find like it's that easy but you need to know that when you dealing with the public and you playing with uh people in public like that like that shit ain't cool and i didn't like i didn't I, you know i was hella dissatisfied but i felt like i got my point across and i think if you talk about like bringing out the worst in you I'm a person that transcends energies very 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 easily I'm a Sag and so generally after a Sag gets the shit off their chest it's not like a thing that we're always going to be focused on like I got it off my chest and I went on about my business and you know went on about my day and I haven't really thought about that lady until you know if I tell I told Kerlin the story and I, I just told you guys but it's not anything that I just. But you know,
0: we all employ morals to some degree, is my point. Yeah. Because you literally cared about her not losing her job, and that's an example of morality.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, um, it was evil. I just thought she was evil. Like
0: what evil. you were talking, what you keep referring to when you talk about, um, you know, uh, like that. We're all going to be who we are, and this, that, and the other. Um, uh, the thing is, I, I wouldn't typically walk up to a child and harm a child. I wouldn't yeah. unalive a child like that isn't That is a life or death situation. This child is going to take me out. And in order to either protect my family or protect myself, I have to do something. And even then, it, I know you know, it would be difficult for me. However, what you keep referring to is um, you keep referring to absolute morality and absolute morality doesn't even really exist anymore. Absolute morality is kind of what they refer to in the Bible. What, what religion is t- talking about, like the 10 commandments and, you know, like thou shall not like, you know, commit adultery. And like, we don't really operate on an absolute morality basis. We operate more like, we've constructed morality around our experiences our beliefs our own um our own uh you know desires um most people have developed their own morality based on what they believe in what they personally believe in from you know what they've experienced in life some of it may stem from religion some of it may but but a lot of it like even children um like we we learn morals very young sharing is is like part you know that that comes from morality um learning you know um like all the things we learn in kindergarten when it comes to proper play with other children like those things literally that's like the that's Um, the conditioning and all of those things literally come from how to interact with other beings in a society and our socially constructed morality and what you keep referring to and why you think that there's a problem with morality being fluid is because you keep referring to absolute morality and that is a type of morality but that's not typically the morality that we operate under in 2023 you know because we've moved so far from a religious based a religion based morality that nobody really we've all developed our own form of principles and values that we operate under and in an extreme situation oftentimes those morals and values may go out the window in an extreme situation if i have to um you know and alive somebody if I have to um, uh, if I have to lie you know it you know it, like it, I, I for example I don't lie every day um, but if uh, it, or you know if it benefits my family if if my supervisor asked me on a performance review, How I think I did fives across the board. I may know dang all well. I only did a three, but I know it's gonna benefit my family, and I will get this raise that you know it may be fifteen, twenty thousand dollars a year that could benefit my family, and so I might be you know, tell a lie in order to, um, get put fives across the board in order to get this financial, um, incentive that, um, can benefit my family. So I do think that, um, you know, we, uh, bend or, or, and, and that's not even what I would li- like that's not even like one of my key morals. However, you know, I just don't typically, I don't consider myself a liar. Um, if you ask me to list off my morals, that's not, because if it's necessary, I'm gonna lie. <laughs> that's not one of the things that I will list.
1: So, cause I kind of feel like we're going back down that same road, mm-hmm. um, I'm, kind of on the mindset of okay if you are if you know right versus wrong and you still choose to do the wrong thing then to me you can't necessarily say that you have morals because you know right from wrong but are gonna do things to benefit you when it's beneficial so if lying is beneficial to you in a moment, even though you know lying is wrong, you're still going to lie mm-hmm. because it's gonna be what's more what's mostly beneficial. And then we try to separate it in extreme um, activities. But to me, when it comes down to day-to-day shit is where I'm talking about it. Um, a lot of us lie Uh, through day to day shit to get ahead um, to Mm -hmm. get uh, an advantage um, to do things that we have to do or things that we feel that we need we're gonna do things that we have to do or lie to get to where we need to get and and a lot of people do it um but a lot of people do those types of things but I don't think you have a lot of people robbing killing stealing raping stuff like that I don't think Mm -hmm. people are generally immoral in that aspect but your regular everyday life um, to where people say that they have principles and stuff like that, I don't necessarily believe that because it really depends on the circumstances and what it is that you're needing at the time. And if you need something at the time to get ahead and you know you can lie to do that, most people are gonna go with a lie and do what they have to do to get ahead. And it's about Hmm. survival.
0: see but you you just hit the nail on the head um and you keep going back to um you keep going back to absolute morality. I don't subscribe to absolute morality. So if you subscribe to absolute morality and I subscribe to uh, relative morality, we're going to see things. uh, First of all, I don't view the world in a black and white thing. I don't view the world through a black and white lens. It's not either just this way for me. I can see things. I, I understand absolute morality and understand how you're viewing things, but I also can understand how things can be seen from a relative perspective. So you are saying that you only subscribe to absolute morality that if a person um you know that if you don't if you do anything um outside of your morals that that means that you're you're no longer moral that you're immoral now at this point i personally believe in you know um relative morality where um First of all, good and bad are subjective. And I've always said that that good and bad are subjective. For me, I don't feel like, um Lying in order to get an increase in my pay would be bad because number one, I feel like I'm deserving of it I've been cheated and worked in my position for many years and glossed over for promotions and my my uh, Credit taken for work that I've done. I've put together Workshops for the past seven years and not received credit for it and yada 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 So I can give you a myriad of reasons as to why I feel that I'm deserving of said promotion and why I would, you know, so I don't feel like good and bad. You know, I feel like good and bad is relative. Um, in addition to that, I um, also think that I am not, I am one that, have you heard of the term eat the rich? Okay, so I am one who does not believe in, I, I'm firmly against the distribution of wealth in in our, our on our planet um i feel like the uneven distribution of wealth is something that i do not agree with at all and i want to get your take on that when we talk about morality and how you feel about that especially being that you seem to lean more towards absolute morality but i have a video to play relating to that um and you know, we can go from there. Did you want to respond to this person before we do that? Or you already responded to this? Oh, you on mute.
1: Shout out to SG again. Um, She says single mother or not her behavior is unacceptable. If roles were reversed, she would not care about your job. That's, that's uh well and true. But this is the thing and this is how how i look at it so this probably happened about five years ago maybe maybe about five years ago um i look at situations to especially if, if if it comes down to customer service that everybody's entitled to a bad day you go into somewhere, you get cu- bad customer service. I may not tip, but I'm not going to always run, into, run to your manager because you having a shit day and you gave me some shitty service. Probably not because, um, <laughs> like I said, everybody's entitled to a bad day. And then to be in positions of customer service like I was, um, people had grace for me in that sense. Um, I didn't have grace for her because it was like she was actively with me, like actively and made it a point to And so I had grace for the sense that I wasn't trying to make her lose her job, but enough G to let, you know, like, bitch, I'm not playing with you. Don't do that. I don't like that and leave people alone because you don't know who you dealing with, but I felt like it was more important to give her a wake up call than for her to lose her job and Mm -hmm. looking on her Facebook page, knowing that she was a single mother and she was working at Walmart, which she was the manager so she probably worked her ass off to get that little manager now i'm not even gonna call it a little manager's job because i'm not trying to reduce her in that aspect but her character display was shit. and i'd uh much rather deal with her character display than to have her fired from her job and that's kind of how i looked at it like i did not give a fuck about her i i didn't um like it wasn't that deep to where i could like i, sh- I felt like i should have affected her job um I think that we'll get on the internet and people will dox you and they'll call on your jobs over some shit you said and it's literally like your thought process and opinion and will literally call your job and get you fired over shit like that Mm -hmm. and I look at it like times are fucking hard times are hard and they're gonna get harder for everybody and I have had that thought process from five years ago as well so um it was just like just don't you know like bitch go on and like i said i probably could have handled that better but i was satisfied with how i handled it because she didn't lose her job at least by my hands and i got to talk directly to her and curse her out especially without making a scene in front of the whole walmart because i was i was about ready to fight um with as much time as they were taking and wasting so yeah, you know it's one of those things But go ahead,
5: play your clip, girl. The 62 richest people in the world, most of whom are Americans, not all Americans, but most of whom are U.S. citizens, the 62 richest people together have more wealth than the bottom half of the population of this planet, roughly three and a half billion people. That's that's beyond obscene. I, I don't know. I don't have an adjective that captures this but I can describe what it means. If you look at all the statistics of the World Health Organization's, the bottom half of our population are people who die way earlier than they need to. Why? Because their diets are no good, or they don't have enough food in the first place, or they can't get to a clinic to have little problems that are easily solved by modern uh, me- medical methods taken care of. It's unspeakable what happens to the lower half. If we took half the wealth of the richest, and they would still be the richest, and made it available to the bottom half, it would transform their lives, literally. Now there's no moral or ethical justification for this situation.
1: You're on mute, girl.
0: Um, but I, so for me, I don't believe that people become that rich without doing some cutthroat ish. Um, most of, you know, the richest families, these multi billion billionaire families, um, you know, the Rothschilds, you know, uh, there are. The, the, you know the Kennedys like there's a ton of you know the, the Hiltons there's a ton of families that have a, an abundance of wealth and we all know that you know they've been involved in a lot of slimy things and you know and so for me um, in addition to that I am very invested in you know anything relating to pro-blackness and I know of, of an abundance of businesses that profited off of slave labor and that have never repaired Black people, the Black community. And so for me, um, I don't feel uh, wrong or immoral if I um, get uh, a, a, another percentage on my one an additional percentage on my my raise i don't feel immoral if i um go and i am you know receive an uh, an extra Credit on my taxes and get an extra hundred dollars back. Like I don't feel immoral. Um, the the rich should be taxed more. The 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 poor um, is taxed heavier. Um, in addition, there is a poor tax, i.e. the we're policed more. We are more likely to be stopped. Um, and, you know for traffic violations. We are uh, you know more likely to have to pay for parking. We're more likely to have to pay. For, you know, various things that would, that the rich aren't paying for. So I don't feel, uh, unjust by getting, uh, a, f- a few extra cents or immoral by getting a few extra cents. Um, but I also, again, don't follow or subscribe to absolute morality. So I don't see things in that very black and white way, but I do understand people who do
1: do you think that um we've turned right and wrong or right versus wrong into this big ass gray area
0: no um i
1: think that
0: for most things there's a clear distinction between right and wrong um i think that you know we can run down a list of things that me you and the entire chat will agree that is wrong um i think that there are some differences between what me and i think there may be some differences between what we all see as right and wrong but I think that there will be lots of commonalities between what we see as right and wrong. Um, I think that comes from our beliefs. I think that comes from, you know, things that we subscribe to, our political affiliations, our, uh, you know, uh, our ties to our, um, our, you know, belief in government and a variety of other things because, um, yeah, so I don't, Think that there's a huge gray area, um, but I do think that there are some differences.
1: Okay, okay. I want you to play your next clip. What did okay. you think about that? Um, let me just tell you. Um, oh, interesting. Kendra got married. Mm. Well, congratulations, congratulations. to yeah. her. Big shout yeah. out to the Crimson Cure. Okay,
0: Eugene, be knowing all of T.
1: Show sure do, so sure. yeah. Congratulations you. to her. Um, shout out to Black Wizard. He says, did you say you thought absolute morality was a thing? If not, how can you believe that most people are good and not believe in the absolute? That's a great question.
3: Um,
0: That's not absolute. I didn't say that all people are good. So what do you mean? Um, I do believe that... Um, but you believe I, that most people are good. That's in- not all though. So... What I, bel- I understand how absolutely I, I don't subscribe to absolute morality, first of all. That's not something that I subscribe to. Um, I don't speak in absolutes, is what I said. Um, so I don't say all of anything, is my point in saying I don't speak in absolutes. Um, I said, I, un- I. I've related absolute morality to religion and how it was birthed, but I don't subscribe to absolute morality. I do understand the concept of absolute morality. Yes. Um, I believe that most people operate in good. Yes. Um, Not all, but most. So, yeah, Um, I will give a majority, uh, you know, I'll give a majority count on things. That's not an absolute. So I I will. Um, I said I don't speak in absolutes 100%. Yes, for sure. I'll say most likely. I'll say um, there's a high possibility, a high probability. I don't speak
1: in absolutes. Okay. She doesn't speak in absolutes there, buddy. Okay. And he says, no i'm saying in order for you to believe there is good you have to believe in an absolute
0: no that's not true um i disagree with that i said good and first of all relativism also believes in good relativism believes that good is subjective so I, I believe in relative morality. Relativism believes in good too. It just believes that good is subjective, that you may have a different view of good than I have. Yeah. Okay. Relative but- morality. Hmm. Mm hmm. Let, 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 let me pull, pull up the definition.
1: Pull up some definitions, uh, Black Law's Dictionary Girl. Mm-hmm. So, then if everybody could be relative in their morality, is there a such thing? You get to pick and choose when it's relative, when it's not, when it's um concrete, and when it's not, you know what I'm saying? Like, all of it's relative, isn't it?
0: Well, no, that's not. Hold on, let me give you the definition
1: he said then what is good and how do you know most people are it
0: well i'm using my definition to define it so by my definition of what good is uh you know um by my definition of what good is and good is subjective and for me good is a spectrum so I don't, you know, I would say, you know, honest, um, you know, loving, caring, but it's a spectrum. So you may not be the most honest. You may not be the most loving. You may not be the most caring, but you're on the spectrum. So you are some, you are loving in some way and caring in some way, honest in some way. So, you know, as well as other attributes. Uh, But for me, good is a spectrum. Um, you may be honest, but you may lie to benefit yourself sometimes. Like it's, it's a spectrum. I don't, that's how I see it. And how do you know most people are it? That's just my belief. I'm an optimist. So I, that's me seeing things as half full and me seeing people as, as, as good. And as, as, um, what's another word? If if I say, for me, good is a spectrum, on that spectrum, there's also evil. So for me, um, people are, for me, most people are closer to the spectrum of good than they are to evil. And that's what I mean by it being a spectrum and people, you know, having the ability to operate wherever on that spectrum, most people are operating on the good side of things. So... That's, that's how I, that's how I envision it in my head. Mm. So moral relativism is the view that moral judgments are true or false. Oh no. Let me see. Only relative to some particular standpoint for instance, but this don't give me the full definition. It cuts off. So I was looking for a full definition. Okay. So this says unlike moral absolutists. Moral relativists argue that good and bad are relative concepts. Whether something is considered right or wrong can change depending on opinion, social context, culture, or a number of other factors. Moral relativists argue that there is more than one valid system of of morality, and that is perfect because that ties into my next clip, and I'll play it so you can see how. So you saying most people are good means nothing. More than Sister George saying most people ain't shit. It's completely dependent on your perspective. Clearly, these are our perspectives. Um, I didn't argue that my opinion or my perspective was more valid than hers. So I'm not sure where where you're going with that. Um, yeah, you may feel that most people are bad. That's your perspective. Every We could have, there's 29 people in here. We could have 29 different perspectives in the chat. Everybody is entitled to their own
1: perspective. And this is mine. So it'll be like um, people that Hitler, um, that was under Hitler's rule, felt like Hitler was right in the things that he, w- he was doing um, to other people and may
0: have
1: hitler and the jews like uh-huh. you had some people that really supported hitler because he did a lot for their country right he did a lot for germany and or yeah 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 it was germany um you had some people that thought that he was right even though he was killing people he was you know doing atrocious things to them mm-hmm you had people that thought that he was right in that um you have people that felt like um certain aspects was, of slavery was right like yeah, that's the perfect example yes
0: absolutely there was a time ta- like literally first of all slavery is in the bible there was not only was there a time when slavery was acceptable it was permitted it was um you know legal it was legal and it was um it was actually moral it it was was it it was moral to some people yes it was preached it was it was part of the religious doctrine so yes the same thing absolutely same same thing yes
1: that would be the same but you agree with what black wizard said here that it's really completely dependent upon your perspective
4: yeah
0: i I, yeah i was giving my perspective so i'm not sure um i never disagreed with that
1: what do you think about sg's comment when she says wrong is wrong you may look at it from another angle but wrong is wrong
0: so um i interestingly enough I, i i don't necessarily agree with that because a person could say abortion is wrong. A person could say unaliving a child is wrong. So, unaliving a child that is wearing a bomb is wrong, that's going to take out a city block full of people. Una- a like, you know, abortion is wrong if, you know, there's a medical necessity. No, I don't believe in that. Things are not black and white for me. So, I, that's not how I operate. I Like I said, I think that. Um, You know, things are more subjective than that. There's too much nuance. Um, In addition, so do you think that, for example, um, do you think that circumcision is wrong? Do you think circumcision is wrong?
1: black wizard said so that means you can't truly know wait do you think circumcision is wrong oh do i think so you're talking to yeah. me yeah um no i got my son and some people yeah but some people say that it's wrong so it wait depends a minute. on what culture and everything that you grow up in, exactly which establishes mm-hmm your moral compass and your moral beliefs it just depends on um okay so now you're now you're moving away from absolute morality and that is a relative morality. i'm not moving away from absolute morality i am more under the mindset that things aren't necessarily uh black and white to me things are more black and white than they are gray but I do think that people are people are people. I think people possess both good and bad. I think they possess a, a, a equal amount and it depends on whatever situation a person is in. And yeah, it really depends on what situation a person is yes, in. Yes, but it's in that in
0: that response you said it depends on the culture that in yeah, you know I, I, I that, and, and, and based off of what i just read it said moral relativists argue that there is more than one valid system of morality depending upon the social context culture and depending upon the uh opinion so that is more of in line with the the um that is more in line with the system of moral relativists wait you ain't read uh black whatever black wizard said
1: oh sorry um he says okay he says so you, that that means you can't truly know if a person is good or not right it sounds like you're saying it's all relative and to me if it's all relative if it's all relative then to me there's no such thing as good or bad because it depends on whoever is whatever that particular day that particular time um yeah yeah to me- i'm not saying that it's
0: all relative i believe that people are inherently good um there are some people that are inherently evil i believe that most people are inherently good um yeah i i mean i think that people are inherently good they're uh-huh. operating on that end of on that end of the spectrum but i do want to play something
3: yeah this is me Um, my five-year-old cousin and my seven-year-old sister there was a woman there a strange-looking woman sat down on a stool there was another stool next to her and my cousin went first again we were really excited yeah free when they're free out of our own free will when my cousin was taken to the chair they held. it was like whoa whoa this all started grabbing limbs holding her down and then spread her legs wide open. And the first thing they did is they used something like this. They used a double-sided razor, right? The off. like this. And she cut her clitoris. She cut her libium mon- uh, And she cut her libio majora. I was like, what the fuck is this? So, bitch like me ran. I was dragged back. And then I had to watch her get sewed together. Then, they uh, tied her legs together, put her to the side. And then it was my turn. The cutter took that uh, double-sided razor cut my clitoris, cut my Libia, cut my Libia minora, Libia majora, and then sewed me up. The feeling of being sewn alive, awake, is something I will never be able to describe. As a six-year-old child with no anesthetics, no painkillers, I can't.
0: so um and that's clearly you know female genital mutilation and males are also mutilated in certain countries at an older age so it's equally as painful for males which would be what we refer to as circumcision um in uh certain countries and so as a result Some people disagree and are fighting, uh, you know, very strong fights against um, or genital mutilation, period, across the board. Just like the example I played before regarding uh, the rich being um, richer than, you know, the lower half and how, in the UK, they are fighting, and the fight initially started because of um, them wanting to increase the retirement age. And they've literally now ended up on the doorsteps of some of the companies that are making millions and bi- billions and billions of dollars. And they've started that chant of eat the rich, and they have a completely different stance and they have a completely different. Um, They have a completely different uh, moral um, clause that you know they're operating under than we might have in this country. Than a lot of people might have in this country as it relates to um, how we elevate and how we excel. Especially one that might might um, subscribe to absolute uh, morality.
1: So, what are your thoughts? I think they um, do subscribe to absolute, no, I'm not even gonna say they uh, subscribe to absolute morality, but they have customs uh, and traditions that they might subscribe to that may be considered a custom or tradition, but not necessarily a moral or something that's immoral. And I think customs and traditions are different from morals and what's considered immoral,
0: but morals is what's right or wrong. So we, if we say that it's wrong, and that's what they're fighting against—that it's wrong to um, mutilate someone's genitals—that would be a moral issue. That's that would be a moral issue
1: to I say it's wrong. I would say, in our customs and traditions, it would be wrong in our shit and to a certain degree i'm looking at it like we have uh certain morals and excuse me customs and traditions that we celebrate that other people may see as wrong or uh you know and and i like i said i think it's different versus like the um cultures and customs that you come from because you really really think about it you really really think about it and if you're going strictly off of what would be considered right versus wrong in the bible so abortion would probably be considered wrong in the bible um killing stealing lying murdering um a lot of shit is considered wrong in the bible Mm -hmm. and it's considered flat out wrong um we do things and justify the things that we do um due to the groups that we choose to um be in tribes with whoever we choose to be in tribe tribes with the group generally uh controls the morals and say okay we believe in um not mutilating our people so we're a part of this tribe and so it'd be wrong to mutilate people and so we think that's wrong and so we don't do it um them not going or excuse me them going against traditions and customs that have been established for uh hundreds of years and centuries and shit they people on the opposite side could be like y'all are going against morals and standards and we've had these things in place from since the beginning of time and you guys are tearing down customs and traditions and the other side might consider that to be wrong
0: Mm-hmm. And But uh, let me say this real quick. Uh, Kit Clouds, you're wrong. Uh, literally, genital mutilation is a moral issue. Like, literally, you're saying that that's an ethical issue. It could be an ethical issue, too, but genital mutilation is a moral issue. So, that is a moral issue. Like, I'm not confusing the two. A genital mutilation is a moral issue. Um, but I will say that that's my point is that there are that is that that is part of their customs and traditions and just like circumcising a small child a baby boy before he leaves the hospital is part of uh, for hygienic reasons is you know has become part of our westernized custom um however that is my for me why i don't subscribe to absolute morality because absolute morality is to me is essentially like saying there's it's it's black and white and this is the only way and whereas relative morality respects the fact and even when i gave the definition it allotted for cultures and customs of others um that there are going to be customs of others that are taken into account even when we talk about like domestic animals we talk about cats and dogs there are cultures where they eat cats and dogs um you know when we talk about um you know whether or not there are cultures where they um there are cultures where they worship certain animals there are cultures where they sacrifice Animals, And it may not be the norm to us, but it may be something that is part of their worship ceremony for them. And that's why for me, you know, for me, <laughs> I relative morality, you know, is something that is more applicable for me. So you I want me to read the is, definition of
1: absolute morality? I already read it. Uh, um. So then, what would you uphold morals on then? If 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 things are relative and subjective and not in absolutes, um, when do you uphold morality? So it's not
0: like um, you don't uphold morality, Um, for me, morality, I understand that morality is socially constructed, Um, I understand that morality is not, um, I understand that morality is not, what's the word? um one-dimensional um i understand that it's not black and white for me um and, and when we talk about what would i uphold me personally i guess you know just my, from my perspective what would i uphold morality on i would still uphold morality on some of the same common things. The only thing that I said was subjective is good and bad. Um, I didn't say that morality in and of itself is subjective. I said that good and bad is subjective. Um, The concepts of good and bad um, is what I was referring to. So what's confusing about that? You squinting?
1: hard. Um, If the concept of good and bad is subjective, then morality is subjective too, right? How? Because morality is based off of what the group deems as good or bad. And being that morality is a social construct. But...
0: Morality is a social construct, but I believe it's socially constructed for the person that that it applies to. So morality is socially constructed based off of my experiences and my beliefs. I'm not, I don't believe that morality is something that is, in a sense, I, I think that, okay, so this is how I, I this is my frame of mind morality i think that our our base level um our base level morals come from the group meaning it's wrong to lie steal cheat those type of things the things that we learn in school i think that you that comes from the group and i think that you develop your um so i think your foundation comes from the group and i think that you develop your um moral beliefs and your what your principles based off of your life experience as you grow and as you mature. Um, so that's kind of how I think because I think that it's impossible. We're literally con- we're you know in a system where we are we go to school for 12 13 years it's impossible for you to be unscathed for you to not be conditioned for you to not have any sense of morality that's developed through the school system even if you don't have any morals that's developed from home you know if you never went to church if you never watched tv if you're completely isolated but you went to public schools you're going to have some of your sense of morals develop from that public school system so i do believe that your base foundation will be developed from that school system but i believe that that's just your foundation that you um that you the your beliefs and your your excuse me your experiences shape your core um beliefs thereafter it's kind of how i see it personally And that's my opinion that's that's how i see it what are your thoughts i don't think that absolute morality and um relative morality means that your morals are developed differently i think that we just see Um, We just view things differently as it relates to how one can operate within their morals. So I think from what I gauge, you seem to believe that if a person lies, that they're no longer moral. If a person cheats, that they're no longer moral. And I don't necessarily believe that. Um, If a person lies, and did you lie to the cop because he was about to... Um, did you lie to a cop who was about to uh, give you a speeding ticket that was $1,000 and you are work, living paycheck to paycheck already? Like, I, 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 don't, I, I don't think that you're immoral because of that. I think that we have a system that is set up for us to fail. Do what you can to win in this system. That's just my personal belief outside of morals. Do what you can to win in this system.
1: so then it would be based off a point that i made the last time if mm-hmm. you're doing what you have to do to make it in this system where do morals come into play um you don't to me you don't necessarily have to be immoral to not have morals mm-hmm. um to me that's not one and the same um to because to me having to be immoral is to do shit like uh rape or um murdering or um torturing and like really really evil things is like an absolute thing to me um mm-hmm. but like with people just being people, I think that people are just people and are gonna do what they have to do to survive. And I think if it comes down to somebody's survival or them getting ahead, I think most people do what they have to do to get ahead. And if that means lying, cheating, whatever have you, I think most people are gonna do that. Um, Mm. And I think that that's, to me, I think it's easy to say, most of us aren't gonna murder, grape, Mm -hmm. uh, steal large sums of money. Most of us aren't.
0: right? Um,
1: But most of us are gonna lie, cheat, steal to do whatever, um, whenever it's suitable and whenever it's gonna benefit us the most and uh, things that are not gonna be risky, especially as it pertains Mm -hmm. to our survival. And to me, um when we talk about absolute morals versus um like relative morals to me the relative morals tend to be more important um because these are things that happen on your day-to-day journey your life mm. your your day-to-day your life journey these are the things that happen on your life journey on your day-to-day shit versus you ending up in a situation to where you would have to kill somebody or rape somebody or something like that mm. and they're not saying that you have to but to me those things are extremes and that most people don't ever go through most people don't go through that they're
0: not um, they're 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 not like two separate things like they're Uh, they're two separate concepts. Like typically one is like one subscribes to absolute morality or one subscribes to relative morality. Typically you don't weave in and out of them. Um, Typically a a person subscribes to one or the other, but I don't think that people, um, I think that people are, I don't think that people Are will when I say that, um, you know, people will do what they have to, I'm not talking about harming others and when I say um, do what you have to to win in this system I'm talking about to cheat the system I'm not talking about you know harming someone else stealing from someone else taking from someone else I'm talking about if you found a loophole in the system the very system that keeps us oppressed the very system that is not designed for us to win in if you found a way to win in the system Go for it. But I'm not talking about a way that harms another person, a way that is going to cheat another person out of something, a way that so that is where the morality comes into place. I did find something that kind of explains it very good. It says the difference between relative and absolute morality absolute morality has no exceptions it is not dependent on the situation as it values acts and not end and is fixed and is a fixed set of rules which govern society, which is why I said it goes back to religion, like the 10 commandments and things. It used to be something that was very popular and that we operated under, because it's a fixed set of rules that govern society. And most people do not operate under absolute morality as actions are either moral or immoral, despite the circumstances or individual's belief. Relative morality has open exceptions and is mainly based on situation ethics. And the open exceptions would be, again, like a situation where we don't harm children, except in the event that a child is approaching you with a bomb and is going to, you know what I mean? Like, Like some of the exceptions that I listed. And I thought that that was a very good blurb about the differences between the two. But um, I think I had one more thing. Let me
1: see. Shout out to SG. She said, I cheated on my test. She said, I cheated on the test, but I got the job. So it's okay because I'll be able to better to better financially help my family. That makes me cheating. Okay, because good things came from it.
0: Uh, Baby, you better thwart that system.
1: um it's like i know what you mean i know what you mean and i think the majority of us practice it i still don't think that it's right though that's yeah, where I, i'm going I, with
0: it yeah i'm not one to of me, those it's people it's not I'm necessarily
1: also... immoral but it's not right because you still lie and cheat to get ahead when most most times we speak about lying and cheating and doing shit to get ahead even when the it comes down to is though
0: like the thing is, I don't need them to say that it's okay. And I'm like, okay, so in the same instance, if they said, "Oh, um, okay, well, we we going we we going to use affirmative action." So, ten of y'all just off the strength, we going to let y'all in as long as y'all have these base level test scores. Like I don't need them to tell me we'll make it fair for y'all but but y'all gotta wait till we say we gonna make it fair for y'all like i'm not waiting for that i know this system has screwed me and my people for too long whatever we can do to get a leg up i'm like let's go for it i am baby we're gonna get our Well,
1: okay but what if it was a company owned by a black person and she lied and she still got the job and it was a good outcome to feed her family and do what she had i'm
0: not do. with screwing over black people like i'm not with screwing over black people I, I'm so just not. you mean to tell most me black companies are small business i'm not with harming black people i'm not with harming black people
1: i'm gonna call cap it's a little cap though oh. i don't think i don't think that you would purposely go out of your way to screw anybody over that's not what i'm saying but in instances where things if you told a little lie and it was gonna benefit you in a great way and the you didn't feel like that there was gonna be any harm done to whomever then i think uh you're going to do what you have to do to get ahead especially if it pertains to aspects of survival and i'm not saying i'm saying like if a company um let's say you didn't have training in a certain program but you had other qualifications um you met most qualifications but you didn't have training in one um one uh program that they may have required and you say well yeah i uh let's just say excel I'm proficient at excel and you don't know what the hell to do to Excel, what to do with excel and this is a black company and they're paying um lots of money and you have a good chance in being hired you're probably gonna tell a lie to get that job and it'll be wrong but you're i don't consider
0: that harming black people but the the thing is when i say that i don't consider that harmful to black people when i say that i don't consider like uh, all the examples i gave i work for a fortune 100 company so there's that but uh and it's not black on but um when i say like i'm i said i don't I, i don't i'm not with harming like i don't consider that harmful if i told a lie for any job like i i, I am I'm, I'm highly competitive if i told a lie for any job guess what i'm gonna do do a crash course before it like I have highly intelligent um, friends and family members teach me how to do this right away. I, I will literally pay the money to do a weekend crash course for 12 hours to teach myself, to expedite the process so that on Monday I at least know the base level. Like I, even if no matter who the company was, like I, that's just how I am and who I am as a person. Cause I'm a want to be prepared and not look like an idiot when I get up there Monday and it don't matter who it was. And I so that's, I'm gonna make sure that I'm Oh, you'd be willing to lie and cheat.
4: cheat. You'd
1: be willing to lie to get ahead. You'd be willing to cheat to get ahead. I don't consider that harmful. So it's still not a matter of what you consider harmful. It's a matter of what's right and what's wrong.
0: But you, you said harming. I don't like there's a difference in what what we're communicating. You said harm black people. I that's still not harming because when I come, I'm going to still be prepared to do the job and I'm going to do what I need to to make sure that I'm prepared to do the job. So that's okay, not harmful.
1: Then let's take it back. So then you'd be willing to lie and cheat to get ahead. Yes. Mhm. Okay and you understand how some people would say you that's not moral because you'd be willing to lie and cheat to get ahead and it's subjective to whatever you're going through at the moment or what you feel like would be Good versus bad. I'm not concerned with that though.
0: I'm not concerned with that because that's their business. Like what another person feels about what, first of all, if I lied and cheated to get ahead, wouldn't nobody know? Second of all, I wouldn't be concerned with that because that would be their business. It it wouldn't be my business. if
1: If you're lying and cheating to get ahead in whatever that you feel is important to you, now. Let's say you didn't meet the qualifications for that job and um, they had other candidates that did or whatever. You screwed somebody over over for a job that they were already more qualified than you for but i didn't screw anybody over i'm competitive like i'm going to to
0: get the job that would mean that you lied and you cheated no 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 no. i'm competitive i first of all like that's according to you and you're trying to push your narrative and how you see morals off on me that's the way that you view it so you you saying that because you view it as me lying me being dishonest me cheating to get the job that's how you view it i view you know you cursing some somebody out on the phone is highly offensive and unnecessary but that's how I view it I'm not pushing that off on you because that's my perspective that's your perspective and how you see it
1: so but then if we're having a conversation about morals versus immoral or wrong right versus wrong right is right and wrong is wrong and according to you but you believe in absolute morality I do believe in absolute I, I do believe in aspect, I don't even know, because I don't even want to say that I, I I like I said it depends on customs and um how you were raised and what you feel is right and wrong, but it'll still go back to if you feel like something is right at the time and if it serves you, you're willing to do whatever you feel like is right or wrong at the time. And what I'm saying is if everybody has that same thought process everybody has that same thought process well i feel like this is right or i feel like i don't care what they think because this this system you do things to justify your actions and you're saying that you're justified in it because you don't look at it like this or you don't view it like that but right is right and wrong is wrong so i'm saying like if it comes down to right versus wrong and if everybody's willing to say that um things are relative then there's no such things as morals. If, if we all had the ideas that you had and say, okay, I don't believe in absolute morality, I would be willing to lie and cheat to get to whatever I need to do but I don't believe in absolute morality then you have and you have another group of people that think the same way then nobody really possesses any morals because you're willing to abandon and I'm not saying I'm not saying your principles but I'm saying if you have people that are willing to abandon basic principles of life and saying that certain things certain things lying and cheating is a thing that's considered wrong it's a thing that everybody would basically say is is wrong lying and cheating if you're willing to do that at the drop of a hat or doing things to serve you and if everybody took up that attitude then to me there's no such thing because we're all willing to do what we have to do to survive we're all willing to do what we have to do to get ahead. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean that you got to lie. Excuse me, that you you're you're murdering somebody or you're you're um raping somebody. But mm-hmm. to me, it kind of comes back to the day to day shit where I don't feel like I feel like people gonna do what they gonna do. I don't,
0: um, I, I disagree. Uh, I don't see it as wrong to benefit your family. We live in an unjust system. If we lived in a just fair system, it wouldn't be necessary. If we didn't live in a system that was screwing us over, if we didn't live in a system that robbed our forefathers, if we didn't live in a system that stole from our forefathers, that got 250 years of free labor, if we didn't live in the very system that has cheated us out of everything that we were due, then it wouldn't be necessary to lie to get ahead it wouldn't be necessary to cheat the very system that is set up and designed for us to fail we don't live in a just system so yes in order for us to try to level the playing field some lies will be told some cheating will be done i don't view it the same as you so i don't view it as this um you know immoral thing or this 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 um i, don't I don't view never it said as, that as...
1: it was immoral because i i was specifically clear on not having morals and being immoral is two totally different things to me. It's two totally different things.
0: So, I, Well, I, I don't view it as something fight. that is wrong because I view it as leveling the playing field. So I, we view it completely different. You're saying from your perspective. So, yes, from your point of view,
1: you may see it like that. But you're saying that. And also, clearly, everybody. This is the thing. Let me, let, me, let me just say this for argument's sake. <laughs> let me say this for argument's sake. Um, I get like I said, I get where you're coming from. But if you're saying that you're doing something, um, you're going to also do something wrong because you're in a certain type of system. It still makes it wrong. It's still wrong to do it. But slave, run, running away as a
0: slave was wrong at one point in time. I, I, like the laws of this, the laws that are used to govern us, in the like that's that's not what dictates right or wrong to me. That's not what dictates right and wrong for me, because I have the ability to uh, process, and I have the ability to research and read and think. So I understand that the laws that govern us is not what dictate. That's not what dictates my morality. That's no, not what. Don't dictates- get me wrong. I, I'm you not saying it. that it is. I'm saying for me, that's not what. Dictates right or wrong for me. So like, you know, for me, that's not how I move. Like I I literally, um, you, you know, be, my creator, m- my beliefs, my values, my principles is how I gauge what's right and wrong, not the laws that govern yeah, us. Because I absolutely a lot of laws and things that, that they consider to be uh uh wrong that were absolutely immoral, absolutely unethical, a crime against humanity, um, civil rights violations, human rights violations, and all the other other things
1: i'll give you an example do you remember the time that cat came on our panel the british Mm -hmm. girl um she was drunk and she came up on our panel and we were talking about the police um if somebody had did something to our child that the police ain't gonna really mean shit to either one of us um i'm not waiting on the police to solve something if it came down to my children Mm-hmm. And so we, we both agreed that um like you we're gonna do whatever it whatever it takes to protect our children, police involved, no police involved. Um, if it mean if it meant taking care of a person ourselves, we both would be willing to do that for our children. Mm-hmm. Um, Kat was saying, oh my gosh, you guys wouldn't wait on the police, the police have job and da 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 And and what we would be talking about um but actually damn near never mind say that but um the fact that we have a thought process like no if it comes down to our child there is nobody that's gonna stop me from protecting my children I don't give a fuck who it is what it's about we'd be willing to go against the law break the law to do whatever we have to do because I have a um I have a I have that's mine so I have a right Mm -hmm. to protect, protect my child so laws don't govern how I get to protect my child in certain instances so in certain aspects i get what you're talking about mm-hmm. i'm not saying that it's and you're saying that nobody really governs to tell you what's right and wrong but you do have a moral code that you live by nobody can mm-hmm. tell you what's right and wrong according to your own moral code but i'm saying everybody has their own moral code yeah and does and 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 everybody does what suits them whenever it's necessary for them and that to me means there are no morals because we do what we have to do when it's convenient and when it's suitable for us but if you're saying that you have your own moral code everybody has their own moral code
0: I, I, I disagree if we didn't have a uh, moral code then I think that the world would be mayhem if we didn't have moral code banks would be robbed 24/7walmart um, like what like the Walmart that we seen in Chicago that's how all Walmart's would look um, nobody would respect the uh, traffic laws so clearly there is a moral code moral codes and is what what makes us law-abiding citizens so clearly there's a moral code does everybody follow the same moral code i don't agree that everybody follows the same moral code one person uh, people might not think that there's anything wrong with lying or cheating a person Absol- might not think that there's anything wrong with cheating the system uh, a person might not think that there's anything wrong like we, you literally sit like there people have different morals like not everybody is going to have the same morals like there are different religions that don't have the same um morals in within the religion so clearly there's religions that say you shouldn't eat pork and there are some religions that don't subscribe to that so clearly not everybody's going to have the same
1: morals Girl, a visit from Solomon um no
0: uh I said moral code is what keeps us as law what is what makes us law-abiding citizens is what I said but go ahead you were shaking moral- your head about-
1: yeah i was shaking my head people have morals because of the law but if you took away the laws and you let's just say they had like a purge or some shit, and where people didn't have to obey obey the law and people were actually able to do whatever it is that they wanted to do without any consequences laws don't necessarily mean that people have morals it means that people have consequences and consequences stop people from doing um things that they actually want to do versus um, them having morals and being good, upstanding um, people, quote unquote. It's not morals that make people not do what they want to do, it's laws and consequences, but not morals. Um, I
0: disagree because even when nobody's around, what's stopping you from not doing what what's stopping you from not doing what you want to do? Like your integrity, which is a moral. So I disagree that that's what's keeping people what do you in mean, line.
1: What what do you mean in the sense that when you're alone, what's stopping you from doing what you when you, when nobody's do? around? What what's stopping you
0: from doing what you want to do? What's stopping you from uh you know, stealing when ain't nobody gonna see it. What's stopping you from running that red, light running the stop sign? There's stop signs all over my neighborhood. Like people obey the, like police don't even come in my community. No, like people stop at those stop signs when the police ain't around. So it, 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 it clearly you're not concerned about the consequences because the police don't come in my neighborhood, and it's only two police officers that's ever on duty in our um in our city. So like, what's what's stopping people when there's when they're not concerned? about the consequences what stops people when they're
1: not concerned it depends about the on what the consequences are if you run a stop sign in your neighborhood or you don't come to a complete stop at your stop sign in the neighborhood because you're actually supposed to come to a complete stop right if you don't do that that is a minimum risk of consequences nobody's around nobody's gonna catch you that's not necessarily a risk risk of consequences if you go to walmart and there's nobody around and you happen to throw something in your pocket you never know if there's a camera watching the risk, yeah, there's would... a to that. yeah so a i'm saying so it really depends on consequences which is how people are gen- how people generally govern themselves but not morals not morals at all because then if you even go back to um shit like people arguing about uh age of consent laws Mm -hmm. you have countries to where at one point it was um legal uh for grown men to deal with 12 year olds Mm -hmm. and other countries didn't find that shit there to be anything wrong with it even here in the united states we've had to where the ages were 14 years old and you and, and it was and that was the age of consent and there was no A lot of people didn't consider that to be a wrong thing at first but if you if some of the laws were taken away there are a lot of things that people would do um because there weren't there wouldn't be any consequences people would do what it what it is that they want to do versus what they would consider what's right and what's wrong i don't like i said i don't I I don't,
0: I, I I don't agree um i think that there are some consequences that people that keep people um that's why people govern themselves but i think that people also have their own moral code and that's why i i went to home depot today and i parked and I parked next to the plants. Um, and the plants were out in the parking lot. And there were roll, there were um, you know, uh, several plant racks out in the parking lot. Nobody would have known if I took some of them plants and put them in my car. Like nobody by the time they would have got out there, and there's one person because I went through the garden uh, and she's checking people out. Nobody would have seen. I certainly could have got away with it. In addition, I actually have two plants that I purchased that um, was had um, they had bugs in them, so I had to sit them in my garage and let them like aerate. And so I was sitting them outside and letting them um, aerate for a couple days, and they rolled down to the street by my um, mailbox, and they was out there for two days. Nobody took those plants, and one of them was a $100 freaking plant. Nobody walked past, took the plants, did anything. I think that people also have moral conscience, conscience that keeps them in line, that, that prevents them from doing stuff have two.
1: I think um you walking up on somebody's property and not understanding that there are cameras, cameras everywhere nowadays. I think that I don't it presents, wouldn't have
0: to come on my property. Like it, it butts up against it's on the street.
1: Even if you don't, even if they didn't have to come on your property, people don't know the span of somebody else's cameras. If everybody I wouldn't care, Danny a week before that, somebody went in my car and literally opened my
0: car door and I caught it on my camera.
1: Oh wow see some people do but you have a lot was of kids but still but uh, so then my my whole thing is my whole thing is if there wasn't any government or any laws in place do you expect that most people would still live the same way that we are living right now that's where you point. think that you think that people are inherently good and people wouldn't do anything what do you think would happen if there were no laws in place? If there were no laws,
0: no police. If there
1: was no laws in place, what do you think would happen?
0: Uh, what's the word? I think, I think it would be mayhem. I do think that certain so things. If you think it would why- be
1: mayhem, hold up, because. Man
0: because i think that certain i I do believe that the laws is why certain things are governed the way that they are but i I think that people's moral conscience also plays a part like i think that I, i think that if there were no laws people would still stop at red lights i think that people would still stop at red lights if there were no laws you do can you hear me
1: yeah yeah can you hear me Hello, can y'all hear me? Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? No. I can hear you. Can y'all hear me in the chat? Put a one in the chat if y'all can hear me.
3: Because I can still
1: hear.
0: Uh Uh-oh, I think that's my fault. Hold on one second
1: okay they can hear both of us hmm.
0: give me just a second I'm sorry I can barely hear you hmm
1: you got your plug uh plugged in right
0: uh yeah but the volume is very faint. Mm. Okay. Okay, go ahead. I can hear you. I'm just
1: working through some technical difficulties. Shout out to VBVX who says, I'm feeling Where slutty. I'm feeling slutty. Oh, child. <laughs> Ooh." <laughs> not slutty child and uh shout out wait a minute because i we didn't skip some child okay um oh shout out to black wizard he says fixed sets and rules give standards and definitions if you operate without fixed morality any general claim you make means nothing because by default nothing you claim can be defined how can you say people are mostly good? Um, um, how how I don't understand that.
0: What what are you questioning? How can I say people are mostly good? I said people are mostly good. I don't understand what you're asking by saying that. You don't have to super chat it, but if you can clarify that question, okay. Let me see. Go ahead. Go ahead,
1: then. He says, um, shout out to Black Wizard again. He says, what is just in a world of relativity? That's a good question. Uh,
0: What is just in a world of relativity? Um, I think that relativity, first of all, I said, moral relativity so i'm not saying that um we still shouldn't have justice and that we still shouldn't have a uh you know just uh criminal system and we still shouldn't have uh you know a just um civil system i still feel that you know it's important for us to have a just criminal and civil system based off of our constitution
1: Hmm. But you did say, mm-hmm. if we didn't have any um, government or police mm-hmm. or laws that you think that the world the 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 world would be in chaos.
0: I think that I think that's certain things we would still do. I think that we would still um, follow traffic laws. I think that the reason we would still follow traffic laws is because if we didn't, then people would lo- likely lose their lives, that people would, um, you know, it, it, you risk losing your life if you didn't so i mean i think that yeah people probably wouldn't drive 65 miles an hour i think people would drive however fast they wanted to so i think that yeah and you some, know it, it,
1: laws were put into place because people wasn't doing these things right
0: i know laws were put in place to govern people and to ensure that people are um you know f- to ensure safety in most
1: instances yeah, so these laws were put into place because people couldn't govern them on their own selves. So they had to establish laws to get people um on the same accord with and and to be able to live in society um comfortably and safely. Um
0: I think that and uh, I think that the laws were uh, no, I don't believe that. Mm-mm.
1: I think that even though you think that laws would be you even though you think that if we didn't have laws, the world would be in chaos or what what do you what do you Wait, think? Wait, Join, ha- let me
0: answer the first question first. Okay. I think that um laws were put in place to um govern people, but I think that it was because of this utopian world that the white man wanted to see. Um I don't think that it was because people were and, and and you know were um just chaotic and, and and running amok. that's not what i believe
1: interesting i think um i think uh yeah somebody said kimmett had laws uh shout out to Omega dreads and it i was said what kimmett had laws and I was going to say, um, laws have been kind of, uh, in place in different areas of the world for a very, very long time here in the U S
0: that's what I'm talking about specifically.
1: Yeah. But every place has had to have laws put into place. So people could abide by a code. And if people weren't following the laws and they're not under that, quote unquote, moral code, um, so to speak. And Uh, of course, and, you know, previously religion,
0: like the religious doctrine is what, um, what governed the people. So Mm -hmm. the commandments is what governed the people. So, yeah, I mean, whatever religious doctrine, you know, governed the
1: people. So yeah. Well, girl, I ain't got no
0: more. Um, I don't think. Let me see if there's anything else. Now, so, bro. um, <laughs> let me see. be it. This is just a world of relativity. I don't know, um, why you why you're harping on that, uh, uh black wizard, um, or why being, um subscribing to moral relativism bothers you so much because subscribing to moral, you know, um, absolutism bothers me. I find that like, I don't like the, um, it sounds like prison to me. Um, And yeah, it would, it sounds unbearable, (laughs) so. I don't know why you're um, questioning that in such a harsh way. Um, I did not develop the concept. I don't think that it's impossible to live in a world of moral relativism. I think that um, it's, it's quite possible. To be completely honest, we living in it to be we live in it right now. Nobody is most people aren't subscribing to, you know, um, absolute morality. Most people don't follow absolute morality. That's not how people
1: operate. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Black Wizard. He says, when you say most people are good, you're trying to convey something to other people. But if the term good can only be defined by you, then what are you trying to say? We can only understand you if there is an objective good.
0: That's not true. And I, I didn't say that good can only be defined by me. First of all, I this is my perspective. So if I'm giving you my perspective, then of course, it's going to be based off of my definition. So if I'm saying that most people are good, this is only according to me. You're not necessarily going to believe that most people are good. So of course, I'm the one defining it because this is my perspective. So according to my perspective, I did give you several Um, characteristics of what good would be and I also highlighted that for me good is a spectrum you have evil on one side you have good on the other I think that people operate closer to the side of good that most people are operating in goodness in some degree you know they may not be the the farthest on the end to good they may not be complete saints but I think that they're operating on the half that would denote goodness that, that would denote a degree of Honesty that would denote a degree of integrity that would denote a degree of um, you know uh, of, of of compassion that would denote a degree of care. So I think that most people operate closer to that end. Um, there is no objective definition of goodness, but I, I'm certain that we can all agree on certain character traits that a good person would have. So there's that. But I'm giving you my perspective, just like you argued me up and down that I'm telling you about what I feel about morality. And and my opinion is no more valid than Danny's. Like now you're wanting me to define something for the entire room and give you some sort of general definition that is applicable to everybody. Uh, We've already established that this is only my perspective.
1: Why is that so hard to understand? Because morals are confusing because we don't have any. The
0: thing is, it's confusing because it's nuanced. It's not black and white. This isn't something that is um, definitive. It's something that you're gonna have an opinion about. It's something that... um you know everybody in this room might have a completely different opinion about and that's perfectly okay like i can accept that other people have an opinion different than mine y'all in the chat black wizard in the chat popping ish and other people in the chat popping ish because my opinion doesn't align with yours and i don't understand why it doesn't have to align with yours your our principles don't have to align you don't lay down with me at night um you're not uh, you know my partner we don't you know we 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 don't, our, our principles don't have to align. How I feel m- about uh, my morals and, and, you know, how I see morality does not have to align with you. That's perfectly okay. And you don't really have to accept it either, but th- it's not going to change. My logic is not flawed. There's nothing flawed about my logic. How can my logic be flawed when number one, it's a perspective? How can one's perspective on something and what they believe be flawed when it is their belief system and what they've established based off of their experiences? Make that make sense. It's not. I don't get what you're trying to understand. Like, it's like you're trying to um, entrap me or get me to say something that I've explained to you multiple times over and over and over again. Like you, the one who argued me had a very, very pointed point that you wanted to make regarding my opinion being only mine and only belonging to me. Now you're wanting me to define something for the group. No, it's my opinion. And I defined it um, as my opinion and now you don't want to accept it.
1: Yeah. I think I would love uh, to let Black Wizard up. Um, you can, I, I got a few minutes. Okay. Black wizard, I'm going to drop the link for you Um, and concrete just in the stream when you done girl.
0: No, I'm not staying up here by myself, girl. I'm about to go. It's you we about up to be a black you don't wizard.
1: Mm-mm. You the one who want to let him up. Black wizard, don't be like your baby in the bed either, break the baby up. Oh. Morning, oh oh shit! <laughs> hey black wizard
4: hey can you hear me yes do i sound like y'all sound okay
1: you sound um like you're about to put down some authority <laughs>
4: nah <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, I'm, uh, concrete. I'm not trying to get you to do anything. That's what it seemed like. <laughs> well, that's not what it is. What it, what it is is I'm trying to um, I'm trying to uh, understand your course of logic because from one point to the next, your logic doesn't connect to me, and I'm trying to figure out where where it actually is connecting. So I guess I'll just ask you a series of questions and then we'll see where we go from there. Go ahead. All right. So are you saying objective, r- objective morality does not exist?
0: Am I saying objective morality does not exist? Um, that's not what I'm saying. I don't know if objective morality exists. That's not what I subscribe to personally.
4: You're saying you don't subscribe to it at all.
0: I don't subscribe to objective morality.
4: No. Okay. So, another, this is kind of a tangent, but I want to go there anyway. You said you don't believe in things in black and white, mm-hmm. right? So, you don't believe in things in binary, but you believe in relative morality, but not objective
0: no that's i said i don't speak in absolutes is what i said um but what was the last part of your
4: question hold on let me let me cut off my youtube because it's echoing in my ears
1: while you're doing that i'll read the super chat shout out to blaze thank you so much blaze he said this is crazy your argument against subjectivity is subjectivity this is mad. Thank you so much, Blaze. Back to you, Black Wizard.
4: Yeah, so I'll just move from there and go directly to the uh, thing. Uh, so in order for there to, like, commu- we're, we're able to communicate with each other because there's rules and standards that we all agree on that, you know, if you say something, I will know it because I know it to be true in my, like, we're, we're operating off of standards and rules. So okay. in order for you to communicate that everybody is good,
0: mm-hmm.
4: I would have to know, I would have to know what good is. So if you are saying that, you, for you to say everybody is good, almost implies that there is objective good. So, Because if there weren't objective good, I wouldn't be able to understand you.
0: Um, I'm confused. I, I'm like, I'm not sure where you're going. Uh, I was going to say something, but I'm a bit confused.
4: Okay. So I'm, um, can you tell, can you tell me what good, like you were going over, um, you would lie and cheat and steal and stuff. So, to so get ahead?
0: I, I think that we can agree. I think that we, most of us most people will and i've i've said this for many years will and i've said that good is subjective for many years as well um but i think that most people will agree on um on on a common thread of characteristics that a good person will have so I think that most of us can agree on a common thread of what a good person will have. However, the reason that I say there's subjectivity is because I may say a man who cheats is not a good man, uh, is not a good person. And another person may say, oh, he is a good person. So that's where the subjectivity, that's why I say there's some, he, there may be some subjectivity in there involved.
4: I agree that subjectivity is involved, Um, you know, because between cultures, you know, rules um, of what is acceptable and not acceptable change. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's the case between people and Mm -hmm. and everything. Um, My thing is, uh, you're saying you don't subscribe to objective moral or, or an objective sense of morality, but just a second ago, you agreed that there are common things that people think are good. Is that not objective? Like what, what is that to you?
0: So I said that, that it's not, black and white again because i may also say that some characteristics that you don't agree with so but i said that there's going to be a common theme that we might agree with so i could list off 20 things where 10 of them or 15 of them you might agree are common that we we all might agree like that's those are traits of a good person but those other five i don't necessarily consider them to be traits of a good person so
4: it's not yeah well how um how are things like when we define something what do you think the point of the defining is you know what's what i mean the like if, of a definition say again
0: what are you asking what's the point of a definition yes so that
4: we all understand
0: uh, the meaning of something
4: and is the definition not describing something that the person could objectively see in their reality, yeah, but what's the definition of a good person are you are you asking me?
0: yeah, D- is there a definition
4: of a good person? I'm saying i'm I have my definition is there, a, is
0: there a textbook definition of a good person?
4: Is there a textbook definition of a good person? Yeah, Not does Merriam-Webster
0: def- define good person?
4: not that I'm aware of does that mean Uh because Merriam-Webster doesn't define it doesn't mean it does not exist yeah
0: but you're asking me about why we define things and when we we talk about you know why we define thing or why there's a definition you may define something one way and I may define something completely different if there's not an agreed-upon definition of something an acceptable agreed-upon definition of something widely accepted
4: well, I'm saying I, I use the definition. Um, I use the definition thing to so, to show that def like definitions point to something that objectively exists. Mm-hmm. So like if you if uh, if we all, you know, it's not just consensus that makes definition. It's a, it, it has to be something that is actually verifiable. It has to be true. So you you have to say in order for you to say, this is a ball there has to be standards and things that somebody can objectively see that makes that thing a ball on their own and then how
0: does how do you verify that someone is a good person that is that's subjective that's you're not going to be able to verify that someone is a good person because first of all it's socially constructed and people are going to have different opinions on what makes a good person
4: the 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 problem with what you're with what you're saying is in order for there to be a um, relative position, there needs to be an objective one. So, for instance, um, in order for uh, relative north to exist. So I was in navigation on submarines. So in order for position relative north, mm-hmm, you of the submarines to exist, the, there has to be a true north. I
0: need another analogy.
4: OK. Um, in order for what's another what's another relative position?
0: Um, you say, you true are, north? say again? You said for a true north to exist.
4: Yeah, like uh, for instance, if you're on a GPS, you're walking. Uh uh-huh. There, there's two. There's you. There's two positions you can put it in. You can put it relative. You can put the GPS relative north to you, so it'll follow your. Movements and whatever is north will be, you know, the ma- the map will turn. So whatever is north is relative to your position. But then there is actual north. There is true north, mm-hmm. and relative north could not exist if true north did not exist. You okay, see what I'm I understand. So in order for relative good to exist, true good has to exist.
0: Okay, yeah. I understand that.
4: So so I'm 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 saying that uh, with definitions and standards existing to point to something that you can verify is true with that verification that pointing to the verification is the uh is pointing to the objective reality that we agree on it because we can all agree that it is a it is an objective thing that we can see
0: so do you agree that um good and evil is on a spectrum and that people operate uh most people operate closer to the end of good because danny already said that she doesn't so just curious do you
4: um i think um and this is just my personal opinion so you know whatever disclaimer out of the way um i think that most people are, um, I guess, what I would call true good, and then they behave. They behave in ways that are um, uh, indicative of their survival. Um, so it's like I believe a blend of what you believe and what Sister Doris believes. Mm. So, so what is
0: your bone of contention because you said because i don't see things as black and white and you're saying that good is black and white i'm, I'm confused
4: no i'm saying um well with that particular point i was saying that um I, I i was just saying i found it interesting that you say or i thought you said you don't believe in black things are in black and white and that then I don't at the same time
0: my that my perspective isn't black and white that i don't see things as black and white essentially uh, i said that i don't operate in absolutes and i don't see things as black and white i don't see morality as black and white so that's essentially not how i operate i don't see it as a black and white thing that it's either either or that you're either Operating within your morality, or if you've you told a lie, you've you you know cheated on someone, you've stolen. You're no longer an you're no longer a moral being. That's that's not how I see things. Is my point?
4: But you were you weren't talking about your perspective in general. You're just talking about ex- explicitly on morality.
0: In most things, I don't see things in a, in a black and white linear. View. I. I'm pretty. Um, I don't generally see things in a black and white view. So I'm not sure. Like you. Um, uh, well, yeah, well, definitions it, like there's I, I accept the definitions that are given there might be three definitions so i accept all three of the definitions that's not going to be applicable to every single thing in the world if, if if i'm holding up this water bottle i accept that it's only full up to here because it's only full up to here that does not apply to everything in the entire world
4: aren't you making gray apply to everything in the entire world how so
0: can you explain to me because I'm missing it
4: well you're saying that um you don't see things as black and white so you've mm-hmm. excluded black and white from your perception
2: mm-hmm.
4: uh, black and white is kind of like a um well in, in I guess in spiritualism it's kind of like the di- the dichotomy the mm-hmm. dualism yes or no so when you have excluded the fact when you have excluded um when you excluded black and white from your reality haven't you made a black and white decision based on relativism then like now no. you're saying oh explain um
0: um what what i mean when i say i don't see things as black and white that means that i'm um what that means for me is that i'm open minded Um, I have not resigned myself to seeing things in one way. Um, I'm open to the prospects of things being another way. Um, So that's what not seeing things in a black and white way means that it, it can only be this way. And for me, that's what absolute morality is. Like if you step outside of this box, you are no longer a moral person and i don't operate like that i don't operate with a very restricted regime in a very restricted regimented way i allow room for nuance i allow room for people to people i allow room and I, and you're not um you know, I don't castrate you because you're a person, and you're no longer a principled person because you did this. I allow room for people to operate as people. I allow room for, um, you know, things to exist in in another room outside of the way in which. Um, things are written that's what i mean by i don't see things as black and white i'm just not regimented and restricted like it has to be like this and it can't you know go outside of the confines of this box that it's in that's not how i operate
4: well i guess i'm saying that um you're kind of um or at least from from what i can see you're kind of saying you don't believe that things can be black and white while excluding a point of view from your perception
0: how is how how what point of view am i excluding
4: that there can black, be and, black and white point of view? view yes
0: so i just looked this up because i was i knew it was a word for it you know what non-dichotomous means yes so that would be what my h- approach would be um non dichotomous is i guess i didn't know how to express that but i view things in a more non dichotomous way i just don't view things as so linear um is what i was trying to express but no like i don't i don't think that that's i don't I don't want to see things in a black and white way. Um, I don't want to, I feel like that is um, restrictive and I feel like that is, um, I feel like that is um, very harsh and um, it doesn't allow people the ability to color outside the lines and it's, so I, I don't desire to i guess so i mean i get maybe you have a valid point but it's not something that i desire
4: yeah so um with that i'm saying um it can be seen that way and i, I understand that you know you know that i'm a person that talks about just love and stuff all the time so mm-hmm. um and uh, part of that uh is that there are like it it kind of brings us back to the beginning um, with the beginning question, which is what is good Um, because um, in a world where things are relative, um, like we live in a, we live in a world where there's form and shape. Like I know you, for example, believe that there a person can have boundaries. Boundaries Mm -hmm. are a black and white form of enforcement for yourself. Mm -hmm. So, if you believe that a person can enforce boundaries, then you do have a aspect of black and white that you do believe in.
0: Um I believe that a person can have boundaries. I'm also a person who struggles to enforce boundaries. So
4: that's fair. Um, yeah. Like
0: very yeah, very much uh Danny can probably attest to that. Um yeah, I struggle with that
4: yeah but I say that to say no that I,
1: I have to get off of here okay. um and and check out but I will see you guys go soon. ahead Danny
4: um
0: I'm gonna shut down in like two minutes anyways I'll let him um
1: ask one last question and
0: then I'm gonna wrap up too because I gotta get off of here dang it's 10 o'clock
1: all right y'all good night all right Danny good night boo see ya. go ahead
0: Black Wizard I'm sorry what were you saying
4: no problem I say that to say that um in a in a world with boundaries, mm-hmm. there has to like there has to be objectives. There has in a world of form, in a world in a world where you can see things are what they are, there has to be lines because we live in a world of lines. So mm-hmm for you to exclude black and white just completely from the picture. Now, I I agree with you. There are people who take black and white too far. And there are people who say people who say only this and only that all the time, period. But we. In order for us to say that we are open minded, we would also have to be open minded to the aspect that there is a governing black and white structure that allows us to be gray within it.
0: Um I guess I'm open to that. I I I don't defer to that. I don't that's not my automatic that's not my automatic go to. Um that's not what I that's not what I defer to. Um I'm open to the endless possibilities and that's just kind of how I operate. Um again like I said I think it's restrictive and very um very um you know i guess kind of like um i can't think of the word that i'm trying to come up with but I, i think that it is limiting to just be very black and white and just see things like this and this is how it has to be and if you do something outside of this then you know you are are not you're out of bounds and you know i just think that that's very limiting
4: and yeah yeah so. I, I agree with you it is limiting but the mm-hmm. we live in limited we live in a limited reality um we have limited I'm an optimist,
0: so you know
4: <laughs> well i'm just saying I'm, I'm i'm keeping it pragmatic we have limited mm-hmm. perceptions we have you know limited time on this planet our body can only do so much and take so much our emotions respond to the values that we have, and those values show us where our boundaries are. So yeah. when you get when you get angry, you know you're getting angry because a value of yours has been violated. Now you oh, can yeah. choose to accept that or not, which makes it gray, but it doesn't take away from the fact that that emotion is there to tell you something.
0: Mm-hmm. What are you guys talking about? Um, like this is about me. So of course I'm taking it personal. He's asking me questions directed at me about me and how I think and how you guys are y'all high. Huh?
4: <laughs> well, Anyways. I was on, I was only I was only trying to show you uh that one uh what, from what I saw you were taking a black and white stance inside of your saying you were not uh you are not taking a black and white stance. <laughs> Two, I wanted to show you uh, that um, in order for a relative existence to be around, there has to be an objective one governing it.
0: Um. Yeah, I, I can see that, but I let me. I don't. I- I'm trying to still grapple with the taking the black and white stance. Because I guess I'm refusing to to accept the black and white stance is the black and white stance. <laughs> My refusal to accept the black and white stance is me taking a black and white stance?
4: Yes It's true.
0: I feel How like you do this like you you you're like, um, you, I just imagine you as this. Person that is like always constantly trying to like solve a Rubik's cube, and it's like you are trying to um, get me to <sighs> this place that I don't necessarily want to be. Um, yeah, well,
4: I, I'm not- I, I I I I'm not fond of it. <laughs> well, There's I'm not. That. You're <laughs> right about the first part. I am constantly trying to solve it. That's funny. <laughs> but yeah. I'm not trying to take you anywhere. I'm just trying to understand your point of view.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: And some, And sometimes yeah. you say some things and I'm like, what? So. <laughs> I'm like, what is he
0: talking about? And he studied challenging me like I said what I said and I said it. Um. But yeah.
4: But no, I want to keep
0: um, yeah, and I think sometimes through text, you know, sometimes um it's kind of hard to fully um to fully communicate uh ideas and thoughts too. So
4: there's that. True. No way you could understand my tone from uh my text.
0: Yeah, so. but also like you being able to um you know, you have a lot more space than you know, in, because you have limited characters too so too there, that, there's that First. but um yeah thank you for coming up black wizard i got to get off of here my husband is probably like have you been up there yelling what the heck is going on <laughs> all
4: um, right see you later
0: face the beast but thank you for coming up i appreciate you
4: no problem see ya.
0: have a good one all right and thank you guys and around, even though all y'all did was talk crap, crap, crap like y'all do, but what else is new? Um, yeah, that's what y'all do. So, uh, there's that. And, um, yeah, I guess I will be getting out of here. let me see. I don't even know how she got this. Y'all know I'm a little tech challenged. Oh, it's right here.